Hey, it's already the part he's built on, Daniel. We, we talk about stuff. <laughs> it's already off to a great start. Yes. Well, we were supposed to talk about a goofy movie this week, but we had a rare opportunity to Although, pop up. Even then, so the goofy movie that our our our, our guest host last week was uh -huh. talking about, Mr. Matt J. It sounds like he was talking about an extremely goofy movie on Twitter this week. And are there multiple goofy movies? No, there's only the one goofy movie. Okay, so, yeah, okay, so, like, okay. I was kind of confused. I wasn't quite sure exactly what we committed ourselves to. But we had a rare opportunity to pop up where I have a flan. Yeah, so, yeah, we're, 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 yeah we'll talk about a goofy movie later, but, yeah, exactly. Daniel's brought a buddy. I have a flan who has seen two movies in his life, Titanic's and Mean Girls. Listen, they're classics. <laughs> so, Titanic's good. My I have not seen Mean Girls in a long time, but I remember that being good. Yes, Daniel would love it. Yeah. I didn't say none of that then. <laughs> but it gives us rare opportunities oh. to see movies. Hey, let's throw out some movie names at Anthony. See if he's seen them. Hey, have you ever seen a Star Wars? Never. What else, Bill? Uh, have you ever seen an Indiana Jones? Nope. Back to the Future? No. Lord of the Rings? Nope. Wow, you really have just lived life like a normal human being. <laughs> I've lived life um, under a rock. <laughs> that, like I said, that is nothing. We're sitting here in my basement recording this, and in my this whole room, even more than usual, is filled more, with more pop culture garbage than usual. And yeah, we, we're, we're kind of. I'm sorry. What is even your name? I keep like Anthony. I, I Anthony. Okay, Bill I'm sorry. Terrible with names. Well, we just five times. briefly, and the baby came, and it was all. Yeah, took, I'm, I'm also took, easily confused. It took but. him meeting me three times before he remembered he ever met me. <laughs> Sorry, I forgot. Oh, that, that is actually is true. Yeah. Well, I just you know it was a couple conventions and I could just yeah, but but he's uh, so personable. He talks to you like he know he's known you for a hundred years. So you're like, and he's like, oh, have we met before? He's like, reason oh, to hate you to be But yeah, we were like, I uh, Daniel and his wife were te teasing Anthony a little bit right before she left about how yeah, like she he uh, Anthony doesn't recognize half the pop culture stuff down here, which is totally fine. That is cool. I never want to be that nerd who's like, oh, you don't know this, so you. But yeah, you don't want to be Daniel. <laughs> actually, oh, I, actually, I don't. do you that. You know, really, yeah. You're you're, you're pretty self. At, uh, maybe at first when I was like, really, you haven't seen that, but I'm never. It angry. is a I'm never... little remarkable yeah. that you've never even seen a Star Wars, like not even Star Wars, but even like a Lord of the Rings, because like there's different. Like, have you seen the Harry Potter movies? Yes, oh, I okay. love or at least Harry even Potter a movies. Harry Potter. Oh, okay, yeah. I have all of them. Oh, okay, okay. It's it's rare to find someone who just hasn't seen any kind of like genre stuff at all. But oh, okay, yeah, exactly. Okay, I, I knew you had some kind of weak spot. <laughs> yeah, Harry plus Potter. he's a baby. How old are you? He was I'm born. I'm 23. He was born in oh, 1994. Oh God! I could do this this one over. Uh, yeah. Were I'm, you out of high school by 94? Yeah, I had graduated. <laughs> I'm literally 20 years older than you are. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, this is literally multiple generations here, and you're like the half. I'm, I'm the papa bear, you're the mama bear, and Anthony's the baby bear. <laughs> yeah. 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 With all the connotations. Is that a thing? Because <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, okay, we're not going to say that. So, so we have, we're, we picked between two movies Bill and I both really love. We could have done a Star Wars, but instead we decided to go with a Princess Bride. Hopefully you had any, hopefully you're fine with watching he, either of those. He didn't even Unless know. Unless it was Daniel just had, saying, okay, you gotta pick two things because we're gonna be on a podcast tomorrow. He had never even heard of the Princess Bride. Oh, really? Wow. Nope. Whereas, uh, I, I, I could see that, because again, if you're not really up on genre movies like fantasy and science fiction stuff, yeah, it's, but it's, it's not like a hugely... As a homosexual man, you would think some of his lady friends would have been like, oh my god, you have to watch it! 
But this is the thing. As Tatum, went, as our mutual friend Tatum, should have made you watch it because she loved that movie. I went to an art school, so okay. I should know all of these things. Like yeah. we sure. had a moving image arts class that we had to take, which was like about movies. So you would think I would know this stuff, but huh. I don't. Okay. Yeah. Bill went to an art school too. Although that was like like two years. I mean, after that this movie was came out. That's that was, what I'm saying. Yeah. That was back in 19 Dicks. Dixie 2. Yeah, by gummit. I was yeah. there with Abraham Simpson. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking, mm-hmm. we're doing the Charleston on top of a flagpole. Mm-hmm. Um, but... And, and I know, yeah, you obviously have it, but Bill and I have both read the books probably multiple times. Oh, The Princess Bride yeah. read the actual book. Yeah. 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 Do you prefer the book or the movie? The book, actually the book is almost exactly like the movie, just with a little more like uh, plot stuff filled in. Uh, well, the movie was written by the same, or the, the script for the movie was written by the same guy who wrote the book. And so he very smartly adapted. He managed to cram in a most of the book into the yeah. movie. Um, and yeah, it's it's you read the it's the book really just just does feel like a slightly more fleshed out version of of, of the book in, in the best. I love the possible, Princess Bride but, movie, but I think I do prefer the book a little bit. Just because there's a little more there's yeah. more explanation explanation. It goes into all of the backstory of Fezzik and Inigo, and, and you're not gonna know any of the names. Yeah, no, I gave them nicknames. <laughs> That's the I love that shit. Yeah, exactly. Uh, do you do do you happen to remember any of the nicknames? I don't want to put you on the spot. He, he has notes. Yeah. Um, I, if we had flashcards of their faces, it would be easier to say. Oh, it's that guy. But yeah. Did it's... you know anyone in this movie? Uh, no. Well, okay. So I ironically named the big guy Andre the Giant, but he is actually Andre the Giant. Yes. Yeah, exactly. so... I think he probably knew that through osmosis. Uh, but even the rest of this cast, because he's like... a, he's one of the like five giants that have been popular in the world. <laughs> That's a good point. Yeah. But even then, the rest of this cast are people who were, were only kind of big at, like in the late '80s. So. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's not like what's what's Mandy Patinkin doing these days? Broadway. Ah, uh, yeah. But you know what I mean. But in terms of like you know the big, it's not like Which he's in the Marvel movies. Mandy Patinkin was Inigo Montoya, the sword oh. fighter. Yeah, sword okay. fighter guy. And Chris Randon, the villain, he was like Jack Skellington in the Nightmare Before Christmas. And again, that's also an old movie, so it's not like I can go through that. Like, oh, of course you know Nightmare Before Christmas, but yeah, he probably knows of it. Yeah. He's probably set foot in a hot topic once before you. <laughs> Nope. Caught on fire and ran out. <laughs> I avoid that story. <laughs> I can't believe that story's even fucking. Even when I was a fuck, when I was twenty three, that story was old fucking bullshit. Yep. Yeah, but but now yeah, it's probably t- nothing but Tomo pops. Did you want to do a, like a like a plot breakdown? Or are we just yeah, we'll about do that a little general? bit. Not that I'm worried about it. No, but uh, this is gonna be also another unique <sighs> experience for us <clears throat> because uh, usually Bill and I watch a movie and we don't care for it much. This time we were watching a movie we both really like. Yeah. But Anthony did not care for it much. This is, I'd be kind of curious to see. I mean, it is a very slight movie. It's very lightweight. Mm. I'm, I'm curious to see if there's anything specifically like, 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 oh, Princess Bride, her face I, looks like a hatchet. What the fuck? I have a couple. She of, looks like a chicken. I do have a couple issues with this movie. Oh, uh, yeah? Yeah. Like, I'll just talk about one of them now. What the fuck, the music in this movie? What's I wish they would reissue this and you and use an it's actual the, orchestra. Yeah, it's got because got, it yeah. sounds like garbage. It's got the Lady Hawk thing going on where like it sounds like there's two different composers working on the film because there are some orchestration yeah. stuff and there's a handful of actual like orchestra music in the movie. But then it goes somebody just matching Casio, which I appreciate. Well, there's also not even the fact that it's like all half the music is recorded on a Casio. It's also because it is like trying to like rep- replicate the old 1940s 
like pirate serial feel so it's all like mickey mouse music like, like there's no like it's not like star wars where there's big motifs yeah. and like big thematic things it's all just like did you even notice the music no i didn't notice the music yeah that, I mean, is, that's a, some that's, Disney Channel shit. That's one of the better things you can say about music is when you don't notice it. Yeah. Because it just blends But yeah, if you watch this a whole bunch, though, you get like, okay, yeah, that's like, okay. The yeah, like when they're climbing the cliffs of insanity, you're like, yeah, what exactly, is this yeah. crap? <laughs> oh. Or, um, or the sword fight between Wesley and Inigo, and it's all just, I, yeah. just awful. <laughs> Even if they just took the exact same music and orchestrated it, exactly. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Just reissue it with style orchestrated music. I think it would Is there help. anything else you don't like specifically from this movie? I, ever since I first saw it, I was like, really, Buttercup? Is This is the lady that everybody's wanted over? Really? Yeah. No. I just because well, the way she looks, like, she doesn't live up to what the book describes just, as her being as a Christ-like, like, beautiful lady. Well, that and, like, I just, I've, <laughs> I've never really liked Buttercup. I see, I love Robin Wright. I, and not I'm even, fine with Robin Wright. I yeah. just, well, I, she's she's the female lead in Toy, which actually we should have made you watch Toys. No, we shouldn't. Because I was talking I about a movie that toys. you've never heard about that I love. That I Bill's the that only person in the world that likes Toys. There's a Robin Williams movie where the lady plays you know the main lead from this. She's his girlfriend, and he, the Robin Williams works in a mass in a magical toy shop, and he has to fight his uncle who's taking over the toy shop. And there's uh, the whole yeah, end this, of the movie is a bunch of toys fighting each other. Sleep. <laughs> Anyway, but yeah. See, I thought she was pretty. Yeah, I, she's not Hugo. No, she's not Hugo. I never said she was. You I just, just don't like her performance? I just, I don't know. I, even as a kid, I was like, eh, eh, eh. Like, her looks, her acting, her what? What about her? Yeah. I don't know. I just, just since I was a kid, I was like, mm, I don't you, buy it. You're like uh, Lisa. Was it, who's the baby Simpson? Maggie, Maggie. Simpson with, yeah. like, the evil... Uh, doppelganger baby you don't know what like you don't I don't like hate it, her like, I just I'm just like this okay. uh, as good as the rest of the cast is I'm just I like hey, Buttercup's could have a stupid better. name but like I love Robin Wright herself <laughs> and she almost looks like she's the same Pokemon type as fucking yeah they could be siblings the male lead yeah they, they, they <laughs> look her and what yeah they yeah, both, don't worry about it <laughs> or they look like they came out of the same genetic vat like, there was a Nazi Aryan youth program they both were raised yeah. in. Her, maybe her and Wesley are siblings. They grew up on the same farm. Yeah, oh, I think. Yeah, they both have, like, the sandy blonde hair, like, this. That gives this the, movie a new secret, level. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. Well, I mean, Star Wars did it. Spoilers, but. Yeah. Um, well, okay. Yeah, that's pretty yeah. much my only real problems with it. But, yeah, at least if you don't like this movie, at least it's only, like, 87 minutes long. It's not, like, a super long movie or anything like that, but, yeah. I was and surprised I, how I quickly do, I blasted through After reading morning. the book a couple times, I, w I do wish they had gone in the front entrance of the uh, the torture pit. Oh, wait, what happens? Or with the zoo? Yeah. Yeah, okay, yeah. With that zoo where Andre has to, or the physic has to fight an orangutan, a giant orangutan. <laughs> there would have been, there could be an amazing <laughs> three-hour director's cut of this yeah. if they just filmed the book, but... Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's interesting, too, because the, the, the book that this movie was based off of, it's presented as a, a, like, an adventure novel for kids, but, like, there's an editor who's presenting the book to you, and he's just presenting the best parts of, of the story to you? Is that why in it, the movie the grandpa's reading it to So the th that's kind of like why they have that framing device in the movie, because they're trying to replicate yeah, that a little bit. Because yeah. the book is supposedly written by somebody Mo Yeah, else. like M Morgan Stern. Yeah, and the author's the just who presenting you. Wrote the book. I think even technically the Princess Bride, the ne actually, I think technically the name he, of the story is The Princess Bride, The Good Parts. Yeah, he, goes to, he like talks that. about yeah. in the book like how there were, what, like 17 pages of 
Princess Buttercup packing her bag. Yeah, and so there's a kind of a commentary within the novel about how dumb the story is and how how bad the original book that they're telling you the story from is. So it's kind of like it's it's pretty cute that way. But yeah, so the movie, the whole that the grandfather narration stuff is a little bit trying to re replicate that just a touch but like yeah and the commentary from the from the kid who's like oh jesus christ grandpa eat my balls <laughs> that's the classic Princess of course Bride you don't know line. who fred savage is or anything like that so even that novelty the kid in the movie the kid who's you know, the sick kid in the modern times he was a child star back in the 80s and now he's uh Sucking dick on the streets. <laughs> he's so. like the dad from Alf, which is another reference last time. Fred Savage. He was yeah, also. He was. He in was inter an... interviewed in Nintendo Power. Oh, that was he... highlighted. Oh the career. yeah. Was, yeah. Actually, I, I should make. Fred he was Savage... also in what the third Austin Powers movie. Was he? Yeah. Playing oh, the mole. I, well, actually, I know he directs comedies these days. So he's a, a television director, but yeah. yeah. And his, his. I didn't realize he actually. His brother was, was on Boy Meets World. Oh really? Oh yeah. my gosh! Yes. Who? I don't remember it. It was something savage. Chucky Savage. Chucky Savage. The name sounds familiar. The the face. Like Old Beatrice Savage. If only we were sitting in front of a computer that gives us access to the uh, giant. I can't remember his name. It doesn't matter. But yeah. Boy Meets World. Did they do a sequel where they're... it's like his son? Girl Meets World. Yeah. yeah. But uh, yeah. He's ben in Savage. When the, the movie starts with him and playing bed playing some boring ass sports some nintendo shitty game. ass like fucking pc yeah some uh, base like baseball game is it yeah. pc it's definitely not nintendo that's true yeah it's probably really like an amiga or commodore or something like some that. garbage yeah and he's quote unquote do, 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 sick he don't seem sick at all i wonder if, he doesn't even have a sniffles i'm assuming he's faking and his mom's like oh he's faking i'm gonna call his grandpa just to fuck his world <laughs> up he thought he like he saw like he turns out he's Ferris, gonna come in with that wonky eye and be like let me ask you a few well, questions Bueller came out just like a year or two before this movie and like this obviously takes place in chicago because he's got all the cub shit so he's like mm -hmm. oh man i'm gonna pull ferris bueller i'm gonna pretend to be sick and then <laughs> yeah exactly his mom sick this grandpa on him totally ruined and his the only, quote unquote day the off. only way you know he's sick is because when it the it's that black screen at the very start you hear him go <coughs> and that's about it <laughs> yeah exactly i saw he's got like a little tub of vapor rub mm. right next to all his he-man dolls he's just been sticking his hand in and he munching on that yeah on vapor rub. Mm -hmm. you know somebody some kid in the world's probably done that see the, oh man there's probably like actually a small cadre of people in the world who actually have a like eating a vix vapor rub why condition. not eat weirder shit yeah. let's anyway Anyway, but yeah. Yeah, his grandpa shows up. His mom comes in and is like, hey, grandpa's here. He's going to read you a story. He's like, oh, man. He smells weird. <laughs> uh, he doesn't quite say that, but that's the attitude yeah, of just well, like, uh, it's Peter Falk. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. he's got one fake eye. It's weird. Mm -hmm. yeah. So the very beginning of the movie when he does come in, I thought this was going to be a Christmas movie because of like when she opened the curtains and there was like Christmas lights. Oh, and there was, yeah, because like, it's Santa. all snowy and stuff outside, too. Yeah, yeah I've never noticed that. Yeah. yeah, so I thought it was like a Christmas story, and I was huh. like, "Oh great, this is <laughs> more bullshit." Yes. Yeah, exactly. You yeah. think I would make you watch a Christmas movie? I don't know. You no. like to torture me. That's true. <laughs> I do appreciate your not loathing of Christmas movies, Daniel, but like, well, I, it's the right word. But your 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 sheer ambivalence to any kind of holiday feature yeah. is pretty impressive. Um, yeah, yeah. There's a couple that I enjoy. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's not like you outright. It's not like you're you're fucking. Who's the guy who hates Ebenezer Christmas? Ebenezer Scrooge? It's not, yeah. Or the yeah, or the, I actually, that, yeah, that was a loaded question. It's like, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's not like you hate Christmas, but you're just hmm. like, eh, I don't give a shit. Yeah. But anyway. Yeah, Grandpa's gonna read him a story. My grandpa never did that, because he's dead. Yeah. 
Mine just died. Oh. I should have yeah. asked for one last bad time. Mine oh, died. He was, a, he was actually an old racist. <laughs> like, yeah, right. yeah. My grandpa died before I was born. Really? Yeah. Are well, you... he was born in like 1896, 88, Are, are 98? you him? Are I you am him. Yes. Are you just the living years? Like yes. You're... you're... Okay. <laughs> like, ah, okay, yeah. we need to get this podcast done. Well, Grandpa done. come in, he bought him a book. Or a present. And first okay, it's all wrapped it up. up. It's he's like, it's Friday, a yeah. book. What is this crap? He's yeah. like, hey, when I was your age, television was called books. That's that's <laughs> what I wrote down. The whole, like, when I was your age, I hated that. <laughs> he, when he, As soon as he said when I was your age, I was like, oh, God, this movie's going to be Yeah, it's going to be some chicken fried bullshit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and then the Princess Bride is a book with, in a movie. Yeah, so I hated that part. Okay, <laughs> I do feel like they could, fuck this meta I shit. I do feel like they yes. they didn't need them. Oh, then I don't the, think the... it would change a lot. Oh, no, of, you can still there's listen. a couple times when they jump in. Mm-hmm. There's it's charming enough. I'm not saying it's a bad part, but I they didn't need Fred Savage and and. Oh, yeah, Peter you know, Falk. Technically, you don't need to watch the movie. You just well, get yeah. by without. <laughs> just saying, yeah. like, yeah, if you're, you're, yeah, but I, yeah, and you could also make the movie twenty minutes shorter by cutting all that stuff out too. Like, yeah, and then be... you could have put in them going into zoo. <laughs> <laughs> or I thought the movie, like the very beginning of the movie, moved way too fast. Like, yeah. like as soon as they started showing the the princess, they were like, "As you wish." Uh, led to I love you and I was like how did we get there so quickly this yeah. is like three minutes into the movie yeah because you have to j- yeah. they're just trying to jump to the part where everything everything gets all fucked up because yeah you know, and that, you know what some, some movies would just be they would make the whole movie just about like that opening as you wish would be like the end of the movie like you could make a whole prequel it'd be, about it'd be this that, that, just what, about what's that fucking dude who writes all the romance movies like the the Fifty Shades Darker? No, 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 no. The, the, the one that did like the Notebook and oh, like, that Nicholas guy, Sparks. yeah, yeah. It's just the beginning of this movie is just a condensed Nicholas Sparks movie. See, at the end of my notes, I wrote that all of the scenes um, looked like they should be on a um, a, cover. a romance novel. Yeah, a cover yeah. Of a romance novel. But that's one of the things I do like about this movie is like the, wherever they shot it, it does look really pretty. Like the farm looks like a you know, like a really pretty like medieval, mm. you know, totally like you know made up like this shit never really looked as pretty in real life. Like a medieval farm and all the you know, yeah. it's a pretty looking movie. Yeah, they the end people up... look pretty and the costumes are okay. But yeah, no. But that's one of the things I do like. Anthony about this. does not like the costumes. <laughs> I wrote... That's why I said the costumes are okay. Yeah. I said, <laughs> well, what, Bill, what was the budget for this? Do you know? Uh, eight bucks. <laughs> because some of some of it looks. It's all got right, like a Saturday Night Live quality. Ooh, some of it. Yeah. I put outfits look like they came from cheap high school <laughs> production. You're not totally wrong. You know what? Like I was watching. I mean, it, it was also the '80s. I was watching in quote unquote HD on my TV today, and I just didn't notice how how much everyone's just wearing kind of like tight sweatpants. Tights. <laughs> like it's not even like tailored or anything like that. Everyone really is just kind of wearing like '80s like gray sweatpants for like yeah yeah I feel like, like they put uh, more into the budget for decorating the kids room than they did into the costumes all those fucking toys and shit like yes. that now the costume, yeah oh my god yeah you're like well that's one of the things i do like about this movie though is like it's kind of like like 20 move uh 20 movies thrown into a blender because you got the romance and yeah oh, that's kind of what the grandpa's saying at the beginning it's got fist fights and romance and kissing mm-hmm. and stuff like that and so i guess they're trying to speed past all the romance stuff at the also- start very quickly just to get to the meat of the action part of the story and also you can assume that the grandfather's editorializing a little bit where he's trying to skip past 
too much. I mean, even the even even as much well, as, yeah, as the, abbreviated as the romance is at the beginning, in, the kid's still bitching about it. In the book, the the author is always like, "My grandpa just always skipped over." The exactly. Romance, so like, I only know this story is just like, uh, okay, yeah, pretty much what it, we, it, what is presented in the film. Yeah, it's also interesting that Peter Fox like, "My grandfather read this to my father. My father read it to me. I read it to your father." So I'm gonna read it to you. It's like, what happened to Dad? Yeah, <laughs> Dad's got to be dead or like on a business trip. That's yeah. the only thing I can, I can imagine. Or to Dad he is, is deeply uh, apathetic. Peter Falk's like, I didn't trust this book with your father. Yeah, piece fought of as shit. a fuck. <laughs> your father's your mother. I don't know what's going on in his family no more. Yeah. Yeah, but anyway, it's a farm, and it's Buttercup. And she loves tormenting the farm boy because she's an asshole. She I guess. is an asshole. She's like, "Hey, polish that saddle. I want to see my face in it by morning." That's a similar line. Wish. Yeah. yeah <laughs> Someone like pointed out that she has absolutely no impact on the plot other than just being an asshole to everybody. Like she's <laughs> yeah. just like, yeah. But yeah, they don't really make her likable. No, I mean she's kind of redeemed a little bit at the Maybe end. Maybe that's part of my <laughs> issue with her. Yeah. Just Buttercup in general is just kind of a. Prima Donna jerk, where she's like, no, I'm sad. See, I like Robin Wright enough. She could my just lover be, died. She could just be taking a shit on Wesley's face, and I'd be like, oh, yeah, that's cool. At least it's Robin Wright taking a shit on Wesley's face. But like, She's yeah. like the Kylie Jenner of her day. She doesn't really do much, but Please don't everything. reference the Jenners in this I know, that's a, that's the thing. I don't even know what the hell a Kylie Jenner is, and I'll, 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 I'll agree with you, because I'm assuming you know better than I do, but like, yeah, okay. Man, this is crazy. Multi-generational car trip into the Princess mm. Bride here, yeah. Yeah, I mean, anytime he says, as you watch, what he really means, well, I love you so much. And, but the, he and said he's all scruffy and sexy and ooh la la. There was, like, one specific, <laughs> as you oh. wish, that led to I love you. Mm -hmm. And that, I was like... And doesn't she get all, like, oh. Yeah, yeah, she, she like, realizes it. It's like the moment she realizes, and she gets all, and like, all you can he hear ever, her vagina go... Uh, <laughs> all he ever says to her is... As you wish, but then once she figures out, oh, he's saying I love you, he's just like, hey, I'm gonna talk now. <laughs> because they have a conversation where he's like, hey, don't worry, I'm gonna come back. I won't totally won't be killed by pirates or anything. Yeah, he's like, uh, he, now he has, he's like, oh my god, you know, uh, the uh, the horses are sick, they're shitting all over the place, you don't want to step over. Like, there's actually a practical reason they both live on a farm, you want one back. Is she the, the only, only person on this farm, too? But that's the only person we see, that's what I'm saying. They can't be brother and sister, just a I think they reference her parents in the book, but I don't remember. Yeah, but yeah, not in any kind of meaningful way, but yeah. Yeah. So, and and now they're in love. And, in love. And then Fred Savage interrupts to ask, is this a kissing book? And Grandpa's like, hell yeah, boy. Uh, Get ready for the ride of your life. Grandpa's going to read you some of my erotica I wrote. Barf. <laughs> <laughs> But then he tells the kid to shut up. He's gonna keep reading. Justifiably so. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck Fred Savage. Yeah. As much as you, you're kind of like like not liking Robin Wright. Man, fuck Fred Savage. I I love the Wonders years. I was a Fred Savage fan as back in the day. Yeah. He's such a shit in this movie. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so Wesley needs that cash. So he's gonna go sailing across the sea to get some cash. This is another issue. The poor boy likes the. You know, like rich girl. So she's not rich. Like, she's also a farm girl. They never say like, although she, she is kind of like dressed better. Like yeah. she's got like swathy clothes. Well, yeah. no, she is kind of dressed good. Kind of get out. They're both dirty ass fuckers. Yeah, yeah, they the Humperdinck picks her out as a peasant. She's just so yeah, hot. He's just too, like, yeah. I'll marry that one. Why not? But his face is always dirty. Hers is not. That's what bothered me. Like, what farm do you go to where like there's like. Manure well, she's on always your like. That's because it doesn't like it's brown she, shit. I mean, yes. it doesn't look like someone just shoved his face, except for he's got like raccoon eyes of cleanness. Yes. Because they don't want to make his eyes look too nice. Well, beautiful. she's always like, like, Farm boy, clean the poop off my face. And he's like, As you wish. Yeah. And then he just licks it off. 
but he I has just... to leave to make money. Yeah. That yeah. bothered me. I don't know why, like. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why either. That's it's it's fine like, to be bothered about it. It's kind of like clinical reason to leave. Like, like yeah, they just needed a or reason. They kind of both left. Like, why does she have to stay on the farm? Because, like, why are you gonna leave when you got true love? Huh? 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 I mean, yeah. Because you like, love money more. Because if they already have the farm, I mean, assuming they're like they're owning. Well, I, mean, I guess he's the stable boy, so he doesn't own the farm. But like, they could have just stayed there, like got married, and like never gone out in the world, and just spend the rest of their life in like this idyllic little corner. That's a good mm -hmm. point, actually. Yeah. Yeah. So she's worried something might happen to him. This could have all been avoided. Yeah, yeah. if they had just well, been content with what they had. Guess yeah. what? Every, Shit on their faces. <laughs> every single movie in the history of ever, the whole thing could have been avoided if something in the first act <laughs> yeah. changed. Luke Skywalker hadn't gone after R2. Yeah. Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure in Mean Girls, there's a uh, something <clears throat> that happens in the first act that if it hadn't happened, the whole movie could have been avoided. She could have stayed in Africa. Yeah. Perry yeah. had just uh, said, fuck it, I'm fine with, like, just, like, living under the stairs, and fucking Dursley can kiss my uh -huh. ass, which that's not an actually ideal situation. Yeah, no. But, like, yeah. <laughs> no. Uh, <laughs> if the Titanic at the first start hadn't been like, hey, we're gonna hit an iceberg. The Titanic had been fine with <laughs> just staying in Ireland. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, not being used for its purpose. <laughs> no, it just wants to hang out. It just got a cool food in a museum. A yeah. hotel, exactly, yeah. But no, it had to be like, oh, I'm going to take you across the dangerous icy waters. Oh, no, I fucked up. My mm -hmm. butt hurts. Mm -hmm. Okay, fair. fair. <laughs> yeah. Okay, you got me there. <laughs> but shit, that guy got murdered by Dread Pirate Roberts. Yeah. And then five years later... Uh, she's still a sad sack of shit. <laughs> She'll never love again. No. Was, yeah. What she said. Yeah. Uh, she's going to marry Prince Humperdink. I hate that name. <laughs> well, I think you're supposed to, because that does sound to. like, yeah. I mean, that, does, that, that sounds like a mushroom fart. Yeah, yeah. name. <laughs> yeah. I, oh, I couldn't imagine. Because this is back in the day before copy paste. I couldn't imagine having to write Humperdink every single time when you're writing that book. Just five minutes yeah. writing a Humperdink. Uh, I wrote, Humperdink sounds like an elementary school insult. Yeah, that's yeah. exactly, yeah. Yeah. In the book, he's like described as this barrel-chested, short-legged... Like Lord Farquaad? Kinda, I think. Ah, uh, like a but weird, he's supposed like, to, troll I mean, he's man? Just, he's just a, a hunter that, like, loves hunting, and his big thing is he can catch anything, and that's why there's oh, zoo, okay, the zoo yeah. is full of animals in the, the pit of despair. Uh, is But he's just, like, a barrel of a man. So I read a, the book, and I was like, really? That's They cast that guy for this role? But, I mean... It's one of those he's things. A, you're he's, just he's, casting whoever's cheap and available. Yeah, you're fits, not thinking about, like, casting the type. He fits the petulant shit that like, he has in this. You wouldn't know that there was any... It's not like nothing happens in the movie where it, like, like it suggests that he would be, like, physically that kind of, type yeah. of character. So. so at some point, he saw Buttercup and was like, shit, yeah, I'm gonna marry that. And she is the hottest lady in the kingdom, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, uh, well, we see two of the other ladies in this kingdom. <laughs> and... Well, one Who's is the a dream. Because you but... see, you see uh, Mad Max's wife. Who's yeah. the Mad Max or Magic oh, Mad Max? Max. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm just going off the lady in the dream. Who's the second hottest lady? Oh yeah, actually, I'm going to say yeah, yeah. That, <laughs> those are the only other two yeah. women. I guess there's the queen you see for two seconds. Yeah. But yeah, there's literally only three other women in this entire world. Okay, mm -hmm. yeah. He's gonna marry her on the kingdom's 500th <clears throat> birthday. He shows her off to the whole village. Look at this lady. She's dead inside, but that's the way I like them. Yeah. This is where you get the title of the film, because he's like, I present and, you, you're and she is, Princess Bride. She's presented with the dumbest, fakest sounding horns. <laughs> <laughs> that sounded like Wesley, Wesley Willis did the soundtrack mm -hmm. of this. Uh, so the only time she really finds happiness is riding her horse. 
She just likes the, the bouncing on the saddle. <laughs> well, she's saying, yeah, no, yeah, it's not like, you know, like, it wasn't maybe dead, but it's not like she's not gonna explode. Not like she's body. not alive. Yeah. But, she uh, just taped a corn cob to her saddle. <laughs> oh, no. Right off to the... She ran into uh, some poor lost circus performers, and at the sight of them standing side by side, the Fezzik, Inigo, and... and oh, uh, okay. Cassini yeah. Made I, Anthony. Audibly, he went. <laughs> <laughs> I audibly laughed. I was. I just. That's not. Wait. What I, I mean. Well, no. You're not expecting to see uh, a rise. I forgot. It looked like a, a I, singular yeah. raising the bar kind of moment. <laughs> I forgot that they're presenting themselves as circus performers. Yeah. Which actually, considering we how small Vizini is and how yeah. big Andre the Giant is, and I mean, yeah. Speaking of the costumes, though, they did. Looks like they did spend a couple money. Uh, a couple monies. They spent a couple on the money. upper half of Vizini's costume because he's got this super fancy kind of like epaulette, kind of like almost I like did, Shakespearean thing. But then he's got like cool little pants Ball on. Guy. I did um, notice, though, that the jacket seemed, like, five sizes too big for him. He's super puffy. Yeah. yeah. Which, I could see that character trying to, like, make himself look a little bit bigger, more like, you know, like, a yeah. impressive or something I'm like sure that. that the whole budget went into just getting enough fabric for Andre the Giant's pants that he probably kept blowing out. <laughs> <laughs> Andre the Giant, I didn't know this until recently, but there's a documentary about Andre the Giant, and they spent, like, 20 minutes in that documentary talking about what a massive farter he was. Yeah. Like, <laughs> not just euphemistically, but they go into it. Like, yeah. it's a whole chapter within the documentary. Mm hmm. But, yeah. On the DVD uh, scene selection, it's called The Fot. <laughs> so, uh, there's nobody around for miles, so there'll be nobody to hear her scream. Oh, no. And that's when we really get to see how big Andre the Giant's hands are when it, like, wraps his mitts around her, like, head. Mm -hmm. And, like, it is. She's just like, oh, baby. He's how tall just, is like, she? Seven foot? Something like that. Seven foot four? Yeah. Like, he grabs her and, like, I think I think she just passes out just from seeing these guys. Have you been to the zoo here, Anthony? In Portland? Yeah. Yes. Yes, I have. Polar bear exhibit. You know how there's the, the, wall, the like, bears on yes. the wall? He's as tall as, like, one of those. I can't remember which one, but he's the size of one of those bears. That yeah. is terrifying. <laughs> I wouldn't want to see him in person. He's no. a big one. They, they should have kept the skeleton <laughs> for display. <laughs> Like an elephant. <laughs> like the elephant morbid. man? Yeah, why not? Yeah, well, you can go see the elephant's man. They can, I mean, Vince McMahon would have been totally down with that. It's not like he would object to that. <laughs> well, and people yeah. would pay. Mm. Yeah. Uh, so they're going to frame the neighboring kingdom of... Uh, uh, what's his name? Gilder? Yeah, Gilder. Yeah, because they're Florin. Everyone's from Florin. Yeah, they tear off some of... Uh, Gilder's army shit and put it on uh, her horse's saddle. Yeah, Wallace Shawn has to do a lot of exposition. Wallace Shawn being the kind of short, bald, brainy dude. Mm. He has to do a lot of exposition about how we've been hired to kidnap the princess to make it look like the this enemy country been has hired to start her. a war. Yeah, yeah, and he, he, this is one of those classic things in the movie where the exposition you have one character explaining everything that the other character should already know, but they're just explaining them for the just for the sake of the audience. Well, they don't want to... The other two guys don't want to kill Buttercup. They don't think that's very nice. Yeah. I, I do I'll like do that. it myself! From the start, those guys are already sympathetic. There's not even any well, attempt does, to try to make them look like, like threatening. Question. They're dragging her all over the countryside. Why doesn't he just stab her in the neck and then run off himself? Yeah. Where are they taking her that they have to kill her there? Well, they were saying that they at least need... They want to leave her body on the shore of the enemy country, so mm. it looks like like the people came in and killed... But they could just kill her... Yeah, if they're... Like, just leave... It doesn't matter where she they kill her, as long as they just leave the body where it needs to be. Because it's obvious you find out later Humperdinck's behind it all. He'll just be like, hey, yo, this is obviously Florence. To war. Yeah, he's in charge of the... And he, it's not like when he goes in front of all the peasants and been like, hey... 
I, they killed her. They're not going to be like, show us evidence! Yeah, exactly. He's the one, he was the one, he would be the person investigating the situation anyway, so it doesn't matter. Like, they could pretty much do anything they want, yeah. really, but yeah. He doesn't even have to kill her. He could just say, hey, there was a plot to kill her. Let's yeah. go to war. But luckily like, for the movie and for Princess Buttercup, they have to, like, take her alive so she can sass them while mm -hmm. they put her on a boat. Yep. And they start sailing away. And then there's the famous rhyming scene. Which one? They do rhymes. Yeah, I think you might have been this writing notes a, when it was out. This is a trait that Andre the Giant does at the beginning of the movie that never reappears. Where he it likes appears to once. Does it? Yeah. Okay, yeah. Because uh, uh, Wallachon goes to take the Princess Buttercup onto the boat, and then Andre the Giant turns to uh, Inigo Montoya, the the Mandy Patinkin, the smaller guy, and he's all like, "Oh, he's he's <laughs> he's very it, short on. It's charm. hard to understand what he's saying <laughs> yeah. unless you've seen the movie a thousand times. Because the dude soul? he was French, and also he has monster mouth." <laughs> and so it's just like, he's full of charm. He's very short on charm. Yeah. And I forgot what's the, what is he rhyming that with? Harm and charm. Yeah, harm and charm. Uh, and then while Sean freaks out, like, stop that rhyme. No more rhymes now, I mean it. Yeah. You brother want a peanut. Yeah. Yes! <laughs> that's actually pretty good for that. <laughs> you, you can do a one-man uh, Princess Bride radio play. Mm. Uh -oh. Yeah, that's what I'll do. Mm. Uh... I think so it's decent Chris Randon. Then they, they sail off, uh, and then it's night on the water, and Inigo keeps looking behind him. And you don't think anybody's following us? And that would be inconceivable. You're introduced to inconceivable, I think, in this scene. Yeah. It's the first time he says it. But out of curiosity, why do you ask? It's just I look behind us. I think I see something there. And so he runs over, and there's a boat, and it's probably just some local fisherman out for a pleasure cruise in eel-infested waters. <laughs> in the middle of the night, yeah. Mm -hmm. And oh no, Princess Buttercup jumped in the water. Yeah, she the she uses the distraction of the boat coming yeah. to like a, yeah to, and, to uh, jump ship. And you go can't swim and says we're going to dog bubble. <laughs> it's getting a little Zoidberg, which I love. Yeah, I love dog bubble. I love the impressions. Thanks. <laughs> but the, when she jumps off the ship, how does she not become waterlogged? Yeah, because. <laughs> that much fabric would be so heavy to carry. She would just sing she's like very a, strong. A Even if she's a, yeah, she could be the world's strongest song, uh, strongest swimmer, and she would just drown. Like not even drown in the water. She'd probably just drown in the dress. Like that dress would kill her as much as the water. Well, it point. turns yeah. out the water was only waist high. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they filmed this in Rob Reiner's swimming pool. I would love to see Andre the Giant dog paddle. Oh, oh man, I can't imagine him. He's big enough. I don't know if there'd be enough fat on him. He would just float, or he, would if he probably really would just sink struggle. like a rock. Although he's tall he's enough, so dense. Like in most rivers, he could probably his head would still probably just be above the water. Yeah. I mean, if he went in a six foot deep pool, swimming pool, he'd still, he could still walk to the other end. It would only be up fine. to his neck. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. But uh, oh, what's that sound? It's shit. It's the shrieking eels. It's they always get louder idea. when they're about to feast on human flesh. And then for some reason, I guess not to scare the so the kids in the audience don't get scared. Grandpa interrupts and is like, "She doesn't get eaten by the shrieking eels." Yeah, is and, and he stops at the exact moment to tell Wonder Years this that Fezzik hits the eel and pulls her out yeah. at that exact moment. If he had read one more line, he would have been like, "Hey, he pulls her out. She doesn't die." But he has to stop and be like, "She doesn't die here." It's like, what the fuck, man? I don't know if that's the same break in the book too, because like from a pacing perspective, you you think you'd have to like. Figured out when to strategically have the story interrupted by this narrator you've invented, and like they do make a couple narrative shortcuts, like uh, after Wesley and uh, 
Buttercup are first reunited, but mm-hmm. when she recognizes who he is and stuff like that, like, they do cut from them, like, they start kissing and stuff, and suddenly, like, they're running into the forest, which is a nice way to use the narrator just to jump ahead so that you don't have to sit, sit and watch them for 20 minutes and be like, I love you, I love you so much, blah, blah, blah. But, yeah, it's it's weird, like, earlier on when there's just random interruptions. and Yeah, yeah. but then Fezzik punches the eel and saves her. Yeah. Hurrah, hooray. Uh, and the next morning, the other boat is almost right on top of them. Uh, but they're... Uh, I, I, I've always liked the lines he says I wonder if he's using the same wind we is using I didn't even notice that yeah. Yeah. the same wind we is using uh, well he says we're, we're <laughs> using, we are effect. using but... they never explain how Wesley knows like that's what I was wondering like how did he... like has he been following the princess this whole time after he's supposedly been dead yeah probably I, 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 although I guess maybe once he found like like maybe he only found out once the the announcement went out that the king is marrying someone named Buttercup. You may have been like, oh shit. So maybe like I probably go home now. Well, then... you think he would have shown up earlier anyway, just because of that's. How did he know he, she was kidnapped? Yeah, it's a, yeah, yeah. Well, because it's, it's all a secret would, plan. It's yeah, yeah, I would imagine it's the Dread Pirate Roberts got ears everywhere. Yeah. They kind of paint him as a mythological. In fact, figure. I actually, I would be a bit surprised if it's explained more in the book because the book does do a lot of more of just like. The basic mechanics of the plot, like, the movie still, even with the editorializing from the narrator, it's still just kind of cutting to the chase and a lot of stuff like that, but... Yeah, yeah no, yeah, it, 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 yeah, the, this character shows up in the movie uh, completely unprompted, Yeah, yeah. The, the Dread Pirate Roberts. I take it you figured out it was Wesley right away. Yeah. I oh, this actually, that would have been a good litmus test to see uh, if you were actually, yeah, if this actually trick works. That I, mu- the mustache didn't fool you, oh well, no! no! My... Nickname for him was Zoro Wannabe. Yeah. Because he looked like Zoro. Which I'm sure that's probably the intention, you know, the character design. Yeah. I didn't realize he had a mustache. Yeah. And then that's different from the younger version of Wesley. Well, I looked at his hair color, and then I looked at his eyes, and that's how I knew it was Wesley. Yeah. Which is funny, because later on, like, the, the Princess Bride is, like, t- yelling at him about the color of Wesley's <laughs> eyes. I love this guy so much, I'll never forget his face, right? Dude who looks exactly like look the guy, familiar. except he's got pantyhose on his head. Yeah. I mean, it had been five years <laughs> since you had seen him in person. But so. still. Yeah. And, and before he left, he was like, I will never grow a mustache. I'd sooner die. So she was like, "Can't be Wesley. This guy's got a mustache." Yeah. Wait, he said that? <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, that was a goof. <laughs> Oops. So, uh, it's why you've never seen this movie before. It's only yeah, like the yeah. scene. That, that's the scene I could see happening in this film. Yeah, you're not <laughs> wrong for thinking. Like, really, what? Bazzini says that yeah. Fezzik's the only one strong enough to climb the, on the cliffs of insanity, which is just—it's just like climbing the rope at gym class. I don't know why he thinks only Fezzik is strong enough to do it. Yeah, they need is something for Fezzik to do, Andre the Giant to do strength-wise, because that's it's, uh, from the plot perspective. That's the only reason why he's th- there is to do strength. Well, I stuff. mean, he could. I mean, nobody else could climb like Fezzik with three people hanging off of I don't like that. They're just hanging from them like Muppets. Just like, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And they cut their custom-made belt that they have to hook around them to have everybody hang off. God, I can imagine, yeah. I would imagine for the long shots, that's got to be just a giant under the uh, giant puppet they made. Or Pretty much. I think it is, yeah. Yeah, I don't um, think you're going to be hanging that guy off of like a, like a no. foot rope. Off There's the... a couple times with higher definition you can be like, oh, that ain't Andre. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. Like, I, I love the idea it would be just like an old-sized human with a couple they... like smaller puppet <laughs> recreations of the other characters hanging from him, and they're like, mm-hmm. oh. Yeah. Uh, but the man in black jumps on the rope, starts climbing after him, and he's ganging on them. Which yeah, while inconceivable. S- yeah, while start while Sean starts giving uh, uh Fezzik shit for him yeah. not uh, for the fact that the 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 
uh, Dread Pirate Roberts is actually catching up. Yeah. Like, he We're supposed to, to be this colossus. Yeah, you're, he's threatening to get another giant. And Don't Fezzik's say like, Yeah, I do Don't love it. Like, well, there's a scene later on in the movie where he says to Nigel, like, I hope we win. Yeah. Which I love anything in a situation where the characters are trying to, like, defeat some kind of evil thing and then another character turns to the other character and says, I hope we win. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, like, of course, that's the whole point why you're here. But, like, anyway. Yep. Uh, so they climb up these cliffs, they reach the top, and it turns into a paper mache set. It looks like Star Trek. Yeah. You know what bothered me about that? Yeah. So Andre the Giant climbed the entire way of the, the cliff. Yeah. Once they get to the top, the princess faints of exhaustion. And I was like, <laughs> what? Are you tired? And Why? She how? She could have had vertigo. Yeah. But like... What? I never... You know what? If if I was at the top of that cliff, I would probably be like, "Fuck this!" Do and they actually? Out. I don't even remember this happening. Did she actually? Do they actually show her faint, or is it well, just like offhandedly, like she's unconscious, and they're like, "Oh, she faded off camera." He puts her down, and she just like lays on the <laughs> ground, like, "Oh my gosh, like I can't move another inch." Is she even conscious while they're climbing? I yeah. yeah. She, okay, she, that's funny. She gets in the. She's rope whispering. Herself. Yeah. <laughs> she's whispering to Fezzik. No, you're a good giant. You're the best giant. <laughs> I never considered that because again, this kind of goes into the thing that like her like compli- uh, contributions to the plot are minimal in terms of like anything that's actually happening and anything. Yeah, it's, yeah. yeah Vicini cuts the rope and it slides away down off the cliff, and they go look over the edge. But the man in black is clinging to the rock face because he's not an idiot. He knew they were going to cut the rope once they were exactly. caught. He says he didn't fall. Inconceivable. You keep using that word. I do not think a man what you think a man's. <laughs> That's one of the big carryaways from this movie. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, Vassini tells Inigo to take care of him. If he falls, fine. If not, the sword. And Inigo says, uh, all right, but I'm going to do him do him left-handed. Yeah, if I do it on my right, it's over too quickly. Oh, have it your way. And then... I do love how Walshon is... I mean, that's his whole character. Like Walsh on the, the short, the, the brainy guy, his whole, his whole, his entire acting personality is based on being completely exasperated with everyone else. Mm-hmm. Even in other roles, not it's not just limited to this film, but I just do love how just hateful he is towards all these like just the contempt for, he has these, for these guys that, that he's could, hired yeah, that to help him kill you so quickly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, these are the only reason you're not dead already is because of these guys. But yeah, so uh, they leave. While Inigo stands at the top of the cliff waiting for the man of black to climb, he looks over and I do not suppose you could speed things up. And uh that was his Spanish accent, Anthony. Not very good. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a little Mario, it's a little pizza delivery man. It was a little too thick. It's identifiable compared to the other characters that's identifiable. Like mm-hmm. that's the only character in this movie that would sound anything like that, but yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh where uh Wallace Shawn's Sicilian accent is just mwah, spot on. <laughs> I forgot he's supposed to be Sicilian. Yeah. <laughs> so, oh, uh, God. What a hateful he, little man. He says he's got a rope up there and he can throw it to him, but he doesn't think he'd be much good because he's just waiting up the top to kill him. This character stuff between, I really did like the... I, I, yeah, you get, you, yeah, Anthony, you may hate this stuff, but I, I do love like the, this this character stuff between uh, Inigo Montoya and Wesley, where they're just kind of being very kind of nice. Maybe not Wait, this that point. guy's Wesley? Oh my gosh. Wow, shocking. But like, I really like it. Like, how, I love how civil they are with each other, though. It's it's very nice, yeah. Mm-hmm. This like one, once he gets to the top? Yeah, well, eventually once he gets to the top. Well, even actually, I mean, like, like, I could give you my word as a Spaniard. Not good. Known to me. Oh, I forget he just throw slack. He just throw some fucking anti-Spaniard hysteria. Is what. Yeah. 
He says that uh, he swears on the, the name of his father, Nico, or whatever the fuck it is. Domingo Antonio, yeah. or whatever the hell it was. You will yeah. reach the top alive, and he's like, Don't mean to rope. But in the book, he's like, I do not know you, and I do not know this father you speak of, but your tone tells me that this I can trust you with this line, so you can throw me the rope now. Yeah. It's way more detailed. I always thought that that line in the book was real chunky. Writing the screenplay gives him a chance chance to cut some of the fat from the book, but you know. yeah. So. But yeah, once he gets up and like, oh well, it was well, he tells... lets him sit down and yeah, like, like they take wait, a break wait, for wait, a wait, second. Wait, wait, like... you're ready, and he dumps like fifty rocks out of his shoe. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, that bothered me. I was like, how many did so many rocks get in your shoe? Also, what another part which well, was he probably have wide flares at the top, and he, he was climbing. He just kind of like, yeah, in. it's not on trend right now. Okay. <laughs> well, this was like shoes. hundreds of years ago, so. But another thing that bothered me because it was important to the story later on, mm-hmm. which I didn't realize. Um, he was like, "Do you have six fingers?" And he puts up five fingers, but he has a glove on. Who makes six-fingered gloves? But this, somebody who also the find same, out later somebody the does. Same, yeah, I'd like to think that guy ta- has to tailor his own gloves though. He like he has to like oh go to sword. Every pair of gloves he has, he has to like. I mean, yeah. he, he had somebody make his own a uh, sword for him, so I'm sure he could hire his, the si- the the castle seamstress. No, th- I don't know why. Who makes everybody's really clothes? Well, hey, that's legitimate. Hey, that's, I would have yeah. made him no. take his glove off. Show me that you don't have six fingers and you're hiding two in one. <laughs> what? Yeah, he didn't have a big chunky mitt. <laughs> I mean, this was back when the cl- clothes weren't made on bass in this in a like the medieval times. This all would be kind of like everything huh. was made per- for the person. Ugh. I wish we could it's not like you could time. go into the gap and be like, hey, you got any six fingers gloves? <laughs> it didn't I, exist. I just love the idea of, like, we're only 20 minutes in the movie and you're only, like, rolling your eyes, like, while watching <laughs> it with Daniel yesterday, you know? Uh, <laughs> but he asks him if he got six fingers and he doesn't, and he tells this quick, quick, dirty story about how his father was a sword maker and a six finger man asked for a special sword for six fingers, and, um,. His father made that sword, and the guy came back and was like, "Yeah, I'll I'll take the sword, but it's like maybe five dollars for it." And the, his dad was like, "Nah, no thanks." And then that guy just killed him without saying a word. He slashed and then, him through the heart. Yeah, and then I guess he gave Nego Montoya two like uh, little scars on his cheek. Yeah, two bubblegum scars away, on his cheek. Yeah, um, yeah, it's what are you gonna yeah. Do? yeah. Uh, so. They're gonna fight, and and uh, Wesley tells him that he hopes he finds that man someday. And Inigo says, "Dad, you seem a decent fellow. I hate to kill you. You seem a decent fellow. I hate, I hate to, to die. die." That's one of my favorite changes. He's so sassy. <laughs> I love it. That's actually the one clever thing Wesley kind of gets to say in the whole movie too. Everything else he's kind of playing it straight, but like, yeah, that's the one thing. Yeah. Yeah, they fight for a while. And he goes. And this like Star Trek play set, yeah. fucking playground, fake ass set with like fucking painted ass sky, like yeah. yeah usually like skies and like sets seem like they're far away, but for some reason the the sky in this world feels like it's right on top of them. Wasn't it like a thousand foot cliff? Yeah, or yeah, like that. So maybe they are in the sky. Yeah, like, the just, clouds it's so high up. Everything just looks so fake because it's like if, so, if Wesley had swung height. his arm back too much, it would have hit the bump the sky. Like, they're almost <laughs> casting shadows on the sky. Yeah, yeah exactly. Oh, uh, 
but... I do like they're doing air acrobatics, and, like, you can see that they're landing on, like, soft pads that are just covered with dirt. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. yeah, they're not even really trying to hide the fact that it's all just, like, gym equipment that they're yeah. essentially playing with. But... They are doing flips, and, like, and I don't know why... But this bothered me as well. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, that's yeah. just going to be a theme thread. But. Yeah, that's fine. Hey, that's, that's why that's you're here. Like, yeah, we wanted your honest opinion. So they were like sword fighting. Okay, that's cool. And then one gets like on a lower level and one does a flip over the other. Uh-huh. On the Antonio Banderas looking one. Yeah. Um, and, But like doesn't stab him. Like he has like more than yeah. enough yeah, well, opportunity there. That is because they're, they're honorable men and it's that's art That's the, the one sword. thing you would explain away by the fact that like he wouldn't like, yeah, like these, these guys probably wouldn't do a dirty move like that. <laughs> Plus like, it's not Star Wars. It's not going to flip over the top and be like, which is thing that happens. More, right? and, and, <laughs> yeah, but they're honorable. God. That is a thing that happens in Star Wars. Another guy cuts like all the limbs off another guy to move just like <laughs> yeah. that. Oh man! <laughs> I'm gonna jump over you now. <laughs> oh yeah, I no! Another one toy on the ground with no limbs going. Hey, I hate you! I hate you! Oh, there's sand down here. No. <laughs> And I just thought that fight scene was way too long. Yeah. No. Well, it is the centerpiece sword fight scene. As- aside from, like, Inigo fighting what's-his-name. That's not even a really sword fight. Like, he kind of gets his ass kicked. But this is kind of, like, the big centerpiece. It's a sword fight with the turns of, you know, is- I'm not left-handed. Dink, but clank, that's clank. cute. Oh, I'm not left-handed either. Oh, no. Oh, no. Yeah. They just both are so humble that they're like, I'm going to fight this person with my weak hand. Yeah. <laughs> like, what, what was that about? <laughs> It was kind of surprising Wesley did that. Yeah, well, the idea is that Nigo's such a good sword. Well, he even says it uh, before they fight, like, when he's talking to, uh... uh well, in... in well, Sean, he's like, yeah, he, he it's over too quickly if I use my my good hand. Yeah, in the book, he was tra- he trained with his right hand until he was so good, nobody could beat him with his right hand. So and he started so, training yeah. with his left hand until nobody could beat him with his left hand. Yeah. Also, I guess, originally, he's he's got his father's sword in the movie, and they don't explain... How, but I guess in the book it's because his dad gave him his sword before he died. Yeah. Uh, the sword that he was supposed to give to the six-fingered man and stuff. Yeah. Like, anyway. Um, Anywho. But yeah, why is Wesley doing it with his left hand? He wants to catch Buttercup as soon as possible it before is, they kill her. He should use his right hand to, to stop him. And it is a little ridiculous that Wesley is as good as an Montaya, someone who's been studying for 20 years, and like, and like Wesley didn't pick up a sword until like five years before all this stuff happened, but why? But it was on a pyro. That's not the point. It was on a pyro boat. Yeah, he got to sword fight all the time, I guess, even more than Inigo Montoya would. But mm-hmm. Anyway. But if Sea of Thieves has taught me nothing, there's nothing to do on the open oceans. <sighs> <laughs> sword fight. That's a good Don't worry point, about the yeah. reference. Uh, <laughs> so, You're not uh, missing anything. It's not going to blow up anytime soon. Inigo loses his cool, and Wesley manages to knock the sword away, and he says, kill him quickly, but Wesley would sooner destroy a stained glass window than an artist like him. I like that So too, he just yeah. clunks him on the head. There's a lot of that in this movie. Yeah. A lot of clunk on the heads. But why doesn't he take his sword when he runs away? Because, like, you're supposed to disarm your enemy. Yeah, that's, that's a good point. Actually, if he doesn't want to be challenged again later, like, he, he knows he left this guy alive. That's a good point. I think... And if, actually, especially if it's supposed to be such a great sword. Yeah. Like, that his dad made. Like... I think... But that, knows, that's not... I think he, he knows that he wouldn't chase him. Cause yeah. He lost. Also, he has respect for the guy, too. So, yeah, he's not going to be that petty. Plus, by the time he wakes up, I'm sure Wesley's like, I'll be long gone by the time this guy fool wakes up. And I hit him that away. hard. But you're a pirate. You murder people and steal their gold, but yet you have so much honor to leave this guy with his sword. I don't think yeah. pirates do that in this universe. In this I movie, the pirates do seem yeah. to be pretty chill. Yeah, like, they just sit around and be like, yeah, I might kill you tomorrow, I don't I know. I guess that they have to be cutthroat enough, literally and figuratively, to like get enough money to be to, to live the pirate uh, yeah. lifestyle, but I guess they're not like... 
unjustifiably brutal, I guess? I don't know, but yeah. When we hear Wesley talk about, like, the history of Dread Pirates, Pirates Plus, Robert Slayer, it seems pretty chill. I don't think Wesley's ever actually killed anybody. He doesn't kill anybody in this movie. No. And Ego and kills I, a ton of people. Bessie <laughs> kills a couple, but... Yeah. He says some uh, during the movie that he has had, had to murder a lot of people. Mm. So, like... So, you never know, yeah. Why didn't he murder this guy? Mm. I think he respected his sword play. Actually, I also even I mean, after he says that after hearing that sob story about his dad, I would leave him alive just because, like, you know, like knock him out, but like he still has, yeah. ju- he needs to find justice, and yeah, yeah that's a pretty good sob story. Like that, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, that's an interesting perspective for someone who's never who hasn't like grown up with this movie. Like you're like like what the fuck? Yeah, like come on, but man. You could also do that with any movie. And it turns out I, by living in love, he helps himself later on too. So yeah, turns out to be an ultimate good, even though in the end the moment doesn't make a lot of sense. Exactly. If you're well, I know, but even going back, if you're talking about just pure sense, like why isn't he fighting in his best yeah. way from the start? So there's less chance for the bad guys to get away with Princess Buttercup. But yeah, yeah. But you could do that with any movie. Why the fuck does does that's the thing? Why does Hogwarts have stairs that if you step off them at the wrong time you will die? Yeah. Oh, that's the thing. We start getting to the <laughs> YouTube critical just, analysis yeah. of a movie where like you're not really like taking the movie in the faith that it was meant to. But like you said, that that's worthwhile from like a like a uh, fresh perspective though. Someone who's in this in this movie before is like what. I also don't know why I wrote this down, but this is under the battle scene. Um, at one point, Wesley says, get used to disappointment, and I wrote, dot, 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 like my love life. Oh, <laughs> shit. Oh, girl. Wesley's ever fucked anyone before? No. Because obviously, he's like... He's saving himself for the princess. Yeah, yeah, that's what you would assume, but, like, I never... Well, you think a part of the pirate thing, you could have plenty of uh, chances to, like... Get his dick wet in all kinds of different situations. Well, but. he says that because uh, they're sword fighting, and Ingo says, "Sure, wonderful. Who are you? I must know." Oh yes. Yeah. He used to when they're flirting while they're and fighting. he just goes, "Okay," and they fight again. Yeah. Uh, but then the Vecini sees the man in black chasing him. It's inconceivable, and uh, he tells Fezzik to uh, hang back and finish him. And uh, finish him, finish him your way! Oh, good, my way. Well, my way. He tells him to pick up that rock, get behind that boulder, and the minute his head is in view, <laughs> hit him with the rock! Oh, I love such a specifically okay. shitty, petty little plan. Yeah. Like, yeah, not even fight him, but just ambush him and, he, and beat him to death. He yeah. runs off and Fezzik was like, My way is not very sportsman like. So, a bit later, the man in black comes running up. And a rock careens by just fishing, crushing his head, exploding on the stone before yeah. behind him. And I do remember distinctly when I, the very first time I saw this movie, when I was like, when did this come out? Like, eight, yeah, it was like 87 or something like that. I yeah. was probably like eight or nine. That scene did make me jump. Oh, really? <laughs> the, the, the rock? It's like, <laughs> oh, yeah. Aww. Gave me a little. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Just because you were scared of getting. That is kind of a little bit of a well, jump, no, I because guess. It's, a, la- attention, it's yeah. a loud noise that all the music cuts out. It's completely quiet, quiet, and then something explodes on screen. See, now if I was listening to the music, I probably would have noticed that. <laughs> it didn't scare me. Because... Well, it you didn't scare you because you weren't an eight-year-old child. <laughs> Listen, I'm scared by everything. Inside, so... you're an eight-year-old child, but outside, you're 12. It turns <laughs> out Fezzik, he threw the rock on purpose, like, missed through it. Yes. Well, yeah, yeah he says that, uh... uh I, I didn't have to miss, and I could kill you now, and because he could have got another rock, but uh, Fezzik wants to fight him with his hands, mano a mano, no, no rocks, no swords, and face each other is gone intended, 
And, and so Wesley's totally down for that. Yeah. yeah. Well, he's not. He just doesn't well, really have a choice. As, uh, yeah, yeah. Except he could Compared run. Compared to the alternative, he, he could just run. He could just run because it's not like Fezzik's going to... I don't think Andre the Giant's ever jogged. Yeah. And he got <laughs> with... Uh, well, like, there's even a bit later where, where he has to jog to go help uh, Inigo Montoya knock down the door to chase the six, uh, six-finger yeah. man. And even, like, yeah, uh, fucking Fezzik running down the hallway is a little like... Yeah, he's yeah. not hauling ass very quickly. But. So, but Wesley's quick and manages to climb on top of him. But Fezzik, like backs up to a rock and slams into it and man the, the double that they have for andre in that scene the mask is terrible I never really it's paid so attention like to gray and the mouth is all like <laughs> <laughs> it looks bad Can you google image that i could try but man yeah <laughs> it, uh which is a shame because one of the big things in the hbo andre the giant document that just came out they spent a lot of time talking about how Andre the Giant was already kind of winding down physically when they shot this stuff. Oh, and like the, one of the reasons they hired him, aside from the fact that he's a big giant guy, just like the script demanded, was they were like, okay, well he can—he's a professional wrestler. He can do all this stuff in the script. Like, well, not, not, not that he's doing a ton, but like there is a, essentially a wrestling fight scene that the character has to do before he's knocked out. And they were kind of bummed to find out like he showed up. and He's like, I can't do any of this. You need to get a. I, I, that's my terrible Andre the Giant version. That was, no, that was spot on. You need to get a, a stunt double for me because I can't do any of this. But yeah, so I guess they had yeah. to find someone else and just put him in a paper mache Andre the Giant mask. Couldn't catch Buttercup at the end. Was there not like a rubber Andre the Giant mask you just buy to pull off the store shelves and just like put on somebody at the I have, you know? I have no idea. I maybe it was, maybe, maybe I'll have to find these, it later. Maybe they had such a thing, but it was like Andre the Giant with a fro, not like the. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but. Wesley manages to choke him out and lay him down on the ground. And, Very gently. Yeah, and wishes that he dreams of uh, large women. I love that line. Like, oh, yeah. so... I love Wesley! He means the what? best for everyone! Wait, what did, he, what did you just say? He says, may you dream of large women. I did not catch that. Yeah. Yeah, he's a I'm nice, a big fat guy. Nice, yeah. I, if, if someone knocks me out, I hope they put me down. And go, but you dream yeah. of fat, fat women. <laughs> I'm like, uh, my tastes are more broad than that, but yeah. okay. And Andre yeah. the Giant lost because he's not used to fighting one person anymore. He's been fighting groups of people for so long. Yeah, did he explains that later to Wallace or something like that? When he was, oh, he's no, said, no, he's explaining it while they're fighting. Oh, okay, right. that's oh, that's what it is. But okay, he yeah. probably can't There's tell because it's so much. <laughs> that's even worse is yeah when Andre the Giant already can't speak has terrible French accent and then as as pretends to be strangled while he's talking it gets very yeah, yeah what the hell is he saying so the man in black catches up with uh Vecini and he's sitting at a log with the princess oh, she's blindfolded country, like, almost like an Italian villa hillside I always like like loved, loved how the scenery she's uh, blindfolded scenery. for some reason I oh my like god stuff I wrote that too. I said blindfolded uh, the princess as if she knows where she is. Yeah, why is she blindfolded? <laughs> see, that's a good point, actually. Although they seem to be within, the, like, even though they kidnapped her to take her to a different country, they're still running around where she's from. In fact, they're actually outside of a castle, which maybe. So they planned all this. Why didn't they have horses at the top of the hill? Yeah, as top the cliffs of insanity. That's a good. Well, point. no, they didn't know. They set the rope up there. For them to climb. Although it's so, so the original plan was to steal the princess, take her to another kingdom. Mm -hmm. But some, for some reason, they just end up back in the same kingdom they started off from, because the the king, the evil, the, the well, not the king, but like the evil prince is like following them the whole time. Like so, they're still within the kingdom that they started off from. They never make it to to Gilder. Yeah. So. Presumably, if they're going to set up all this stuff, they would have set it up in this other country, not in their own country, because they never meant to take her. That's ah, confusing. You're not supposed to think about it too hard, mm. but like, mm. but so they, 
Wesley challenges him to a, a battle of wits, and he accepts because he's cocky. Uh, the man in black uh, puts some iocane powder and one of the cups that he has setting out for some reason. Yeah, he's got like a he's got like wine and cheese and shit like yeah. laid out. Yeah, like he's got like a whole little spread. Yeah, yeah like it actually looks really ro- nice. Like romantic on a vacation, it would be kind of like romantic candles, and he's like, I've been watching you. <laughs> what is this? Mm-hmm. Every time I watch this, I'm like, I can go for some bread and cheese and some nice sunny sundressed hillside. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he puts the iocane powder in a cup and it's behind his back. And uh, he's like, all right, pick which one the poison's in. The battle of wits has begun. And he goes for like half an hour. Well, like, Sean's tear right here where he just goes off yeah. about like, I can clearly not choose the cup in front of you, but yeah. I am very smart, so I can clearly not choose the cup in front of me. Oh, you're doing even the Walsha eyebrows and everything, too. It's, <laughs> I wish we had a visual component to this episode. Mm. Uh, I do love his logic, too. Like, in studying, you've discovered that man is mortal. And I'm like, what, I'm like, what the hell's that? Of course everyone knows that, man. Like, <laughs> like, his logic is just fucking great. It's almost circular. Mm-hmm. It's just, yeah. I uh, love this movie. Yep. And the, what's the line? Uh, you fell... Trapped to one of the greatest blunders. The first is never getting involved in a land war in Asia. But only slightly behind that is never get involved a in a battle of wits with a Sicilian. At the Vietnam War in the middle of this Princess Bride <laughs> Entertainment Children's film. Just like, yeah. Uh, oh. So he does that for a while until, what in the world could that be? And Wesley, for some reason, being so smart, is like, what? Where? Turns around, and Vecini could have just leaned across and stabbed him with the dagger in the back of the neck. But even then, Vecini's so happy, like, he's so charmed with himself. He's he's like a little goblin because he hunches over and he's like, look at his lips. He looks like Rich Evans from Red Letter Media. He's like, Because he's switching to the glasses. Yeah, he turns into Slash B. Crumb, the Star Wars reference. But, like, yeah, he switches the glasses. And And I don't even know what the point is because he can pick either one. Yeah. Does he just want to be smug about it afterwards? God. Because they drink. I don't know why, Have, they, but... have you seen Kingsman the Secret Service? I've seen the first one. Okay, so yeah. there's something like this that kind of happens in there where someone poisons a uh, thing and switches the thing. And... Michael Caine gets whacked. Michael Caine. This is the first one, right? You have to say it right. Ma- Michael, Michael Caine. Michael Caine. Ma- Michael Caine's like, I know. Ma- Spoilers for Kingsman the Secret Service. Michael Caine's a bad guy, and he's going to poison Eggsy's Ma- drink. And then he puts a poison in there, and then X is all like, oh, what's that? And then he switches oh, yes. the drink, and then he poisons it, and then Michael Kinn's like, ah, I hate you. Okay. <laughs> He's be- a master wine. <laughs> <laughs> Before he does that, he pulls out the poison, and yeah. he has the, like, Sicilian guy sniff it. So, like, if he, like, sniffed the poison, wouldn't he die then, too? Yeah. No, it's only if you touch it for some reason. It's, I guess you have to have physical contact. But, yeah, you think if it's that lethal... You, yeah, you even getting that close enough to me. You should be like, hey, before we start, you want to party? Sniff this. I like to get just went, squeeze the bottle a little bit and make it go up his nose and go, I got you, you're dead. Yeah. yeah, well, yeah. Or something, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah th- he that's... switches the glasses and then <laughs> they drink. And I don't know why, but I've always liked the the, the image of Wallace Shaw going, <laughs> like l- hunching He's his shoulders up and li- of a man. <laughs> lifting the glass to be like <laughs> cheers which is funny because by all accounts Wallace Shawn the guy who played you know the, 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 this little he's like he's like a playwright he's like supposed to be like he's like one like maybe not Nobel Peace Prizes but like he's a, an award winning author and very smart sweet guy everyone seems to think he's like one of the smartest people on the planet but here he is just playing this little goblin man <laughs> what's yeah. his name Wallace Shawn Wallace oh yeah, Wallace. He was, he was also yeah. the neighbor on the Cosby Show. Was he? Yeah. 
He's he, he was he was the dad of the chubby kid. He also wrote directed my dinner with Andre, which is something I've been tempted to do on the show sometime. But because it's just two guys at dinner talking Our about stuff. breath. That's all a shot, but it's not going to for you. I'm talking about a Will Landward Asian. No. Like yeah. Anyway. But. Wow, he's in a lot of movies. Yeah. Uh, and he was also he played the the uh, head Ferengi in Star Trek: Deep Space Nine. <laughs> which true. actually that's, that's a great that, bit, yeah. bit of he casting. Was in the Toy Stories. Oh yeah, he yeah. plays. He's the he's dinosaur, the, right? Yeah, he's, the, he's the. Yeah. The Bloody. I recognized the, the yeah. voice. I was like, very oh specific gosh. voice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Wesley tells him, "You guessed wrong," and he's laughing. That's what's so funny. I switched classes when your back was turned. <laughs> is that like he's right in the middle of that? He just kills over. Well, right? then he yeah. starts laughing. <laughs> oh, that's what it is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And, just, and like the most cartoonish way possible, where his whole body just locks up and he just kills right out of frame. Yeah, yeah. Anthony hated <laughs> that part. Well, Anthony's looking at his notes. He's like, "Okay, I wrote some shit about this scene, but I can't play it." <laughs> no, yes, <laughs> I got some receipts. Because afterwards, when he takes the princess, she's like, "How did you know?" Or like, "No," she's like, "Think your cup was the one that was poisoned this whole time." And he's like, "Nah, nah, nah. I spent the last couple years building up an immunity to that." What? How do you build up an immunity to it? Like you can do that with certain poisons. I've heard that. Like I don't. I, that, I'm assuming most of that's bullshit. Because yeah, really, that like that's not really how poison kind of really works. But I could see there, there's some it, guy that's depending. done that with snake venom. I, I've yeah, that, there's like, where I guess he is a pirate. Like never in my life would I be like Anthony. Oh. It's a fantasy movie. Just I, go I, with it. I understand, but it is like, okay, but what? like, still not realistic. Is he just like taking? Is he just like has a salt shaker of ice, ice cream powder that he just puts on his every meal before? Just enough, enough to make him like he he'll he'll be vomitously ill, but he won't die. But yeah. at least you know it's like if I ever get into a fight with ice cream powder, I'm gonna win. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, that's a lot of planning. That's like yeah. It is. I, I'm assuming that's a little, maybe supposed to be a little bit of the comedy. Is that like that makes no fucking sense? But it's never treated as a joke within the film, though. But yeah, it is very hand wavy explanation. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, so they he dead. They run off with her. Uh, well, it's just him and Buttercup now. Yeah. Right? And yeah. the princess says nothing this whole time. Mm-hmm. That's what She's I'm saying. She's just like a potted plant. Just like okay. Did she even object to Wesley's running off with her? No, no really. it's just like they've well, been, and well, he then, starts being an asshole to her. Which why not at this point be like, hey yo, it's me. Yeah, why just not? Why is he got a little bit? Maybe maybe he's mad she's marrying Humphrey Dick, but he's like, oh, I'll hit you. <laughs> but she oh. flinches because she's sassing him. Well, then, do they keep... And he's like, the next time I raise my hand, it will fly where it I is. I see a lot of people kind of object to that, especially now well, these yeah. days. That's a little bit less cute than it was, you know, like 30 years ago. But like, I yeah. understand he's doing a role here. Oh, yeah, but... because she's all like, oh, I'm so sad. And he's like, oh, how can you be sad because you have no hearts and like all the stuff and all accusations. Yeah, he does get really just shit his pants at her. Yeah. Just, Meh, fuck you. And then she's like, ah, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, and what is he Although, this only happens for like five minutes. Like, the reveal happens pretty quickly, but like, it still goes... four years into them being married, is she just going to be sitting in a chair and be like, Hey, remember when you were an asshole in the... Remember when you threatened to punch me on the side of the mountain after you poisoned a Sicilian? What like, was, what was that, that about? Like, were you actually going to knock my lights out? And he's like... <laughs> and she turns around and suddenly he's already got his fist back up in the air going to hit her again. Yeah. I told you not to bring that up. God damn it. Yeah. Oh. Domestic abuse. Oh. And the but the Prince Humper Dink's still chasing them. Yeah, they keep on cutting back to Humper Bacon his party, and they're all like, there's, uh, there's a little bit. Well, this is coming up where there's a little bit of a gag where uh, 
the couple suddenly disappear, so it's only because they're physically fighting and pushed each other down a hill, and he's like, yeah. uh, I, if I'm wrong, we'll but I'm that, never okay. wrong, but that, that's essentially the next scene. Yeah. I, I just spoiled it for you. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Anthony was all like, I, I got shit to say about that, too. <laughs> so, Buttercup's figured out who he is. His cruelty reveals everything. He's this Dread Pirate Roberts, and he's like, fuck yeah, I am, baby. And they have some back and forth, and she's... He says, life is pain. Anyone who says different is selling something. Yeah, and she's like, I died the day that, like, yeah, my Wesley left. And, yeah, yeah, and, and yes. he's... Very cute, very romantic, very Nicholas Sparks. <laughs> <laughs> just, he says that he, he remembers... I Nicholas Sparks. <laughs> he remembers that Wesley, he said please before he died, and... And he's, she should be happy that he murdered him before she found out what I he was. I destroyed him before he saw what it deal. Well, this is when he explains that, like, yeah, he had caught someone that sounds just like she's talking about yeah. and killed him. And right before he killed him, he said, oh, you can't kill me because I got to live for this 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 fucking blonde bitch who's just like, <laughs> I don't know, some shit's going on. Uh, man, I really want all James Ralph Anger video games with that, that dumb bitch. But like, but yeah, but he says... <laughs> I wish that was in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> that dumb round bitch. Uh, but yeah, he just says, okay, yeah, like, he, like, he must have been talking about you, and that's when he's like, oh, yeah, you should be happy that I just yeah. out, like a harlot you, you are. You mocked my pain, never do it again! And then he, the, he sees Prince Humperdinck in the distance riding on the top of the hill, and she says, uh, I died that day, and you could die too for all I care! <laughs> That pushes him down a hill, and this is when Wes was like, "Oh fuck, I guess I should just be like." Eh, <laughs> He's regretting how this conversation turned out all of a sudden. And yeah, she tumbles down the hill. Yeah, and I do then like she's that. like, "Here I go, weeds." <laughs> the fact that she immediately just throws herself down the hill. Why not? Run, like, try it's... to at least run down the hill for a ways, but she's less like, "Oh my sweet Wesley, like, what have like, I done?" Weeds. I turned into a man in a dress. <laughs> Laying himself down the hill. Like, oof, I don't know oof. if it's a camera trick. Maybe they tilted the camera or something. But that seems like an extraordinarily no, I think, steep I think hill. There's two motherfuckers that are really God, rolling down the hill. Die, because that oh. looks like like there are more far more fucked up looking stunts in movies. But this one of all the stunts I've ever seen in movies, this is one well, of the I ones mean, that most maybe goes. Ugh. There is I don't I can't remember which what country it is, but there's that country that they roll cheese down a hill. This is and exactly what it looks like. It. It's like they just hired two guys and from people, that and just put them in costume and just like said, hey, you want to make a quick extra 50 bucks? Like, yeah. And I'm sure I threw myself down plenty of hills when I was this like This is how tall hill. It's like a ravine and everything. Like, but yeah, just, yeah, just the fact that like, she just turns her... Yeah, anyway. But yeah, it's not like she runs after him, but she just... Yeah, yeah, yeah. The as you wish was like as you wish. one of my favorite parts. Okay, the, yeah. the as you like what? That's not what I'd be thinking. Especially the way he's slowly it saying it as he's yes. tumbling. It just seems so weird. It would have been like, great if she got to the bottom and it, it pulled off his mask and it was the original Dread Pirate Robinson. He's like, <laughs> yeah, he told me that's what he used to say to you. That's that's your vag vaginal code word. I used it. That's right. <laughs> but she was so brave in like, oh, this is the pirate and, you know, I'm going to push him down this hill. Yeah. Why didn't she do that to the three guys once she was the first one up on she that cliff? She, she tried pushing Fezzik, but he just farted and that's what made her so weak. I was about when she got to the top <laughs> of the cliff of insanity. You think it was, it was just her and Wallace Shawn, the little guy, she could have easily just like, just yeah, kicked him I've done anything because she's like literally twice as tall as he is. Maybe that's why she she's blindfolded. Yeah, maybe or something like that. But yeah, it's not like he's got a gun on her or anything like that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He's got a dagger. But, so yeah. 
So now they're happy and back together because death, even death, cannot stop true love. And yeah, they only the... delay it for a while. Yeah. Oh, like that's crow. right. Which mm. is yeah. Which I thought very cute. One of the most romantic lines in the whole film. That's very yeah. Nicholas Spark. And, <laughs> and, and and this is one. Of, there's an actual orchestral. It's like da, da, it's actually the main thing of the movie rises, and it's not yeah. like a synth music, but it starts to rise and suddenly cuts out because then Grandpa gets involved and oh, he's all like. Oh, well, oh, you don't want to hear that stuff, and then that's when Fred Savage is all like, "But get to the fire swamp. That sounded good." No, oh, is it? Is it Fred? Oh, it's Fred, uh, no, it is Fred Savage still complaining about this because yeah. there's a part later where Fred Savage again with the kissing stuff. Oh, that's Ugh. right. Because there's a part later where Fred Savage is not quite so wound up. I don't want to get an erection in front of my grandpa. Just skip it. <laughs> <laughs> Matt Albert will return after these messages. I brought you a special present. A book? That's right. When I was your age, television was called books. And this is a special book. It was the book my father used to read to me when I was sick, and I used to read it to your father. And today, I'm going to read it to you. What's it about? It's about this beautiful girl named Buttercup and her true love, Wesley. Since the invention of love, there have been seven truly great romances. Wesley and Buttercups was easily in the top three. Hold it, hold it. Is this a kissing book? Wait, just wait. Surrender! Death fast! You think it's easy to hang on to a good relationship? Wesley! This guy, Wesley, has to climb up the cliffs of insanity. Inconceivable. Doomed to the death. Battle a giant. Inconceivable. And wrestle a very large rat. And all this in the first two chapters. Inconceivable. You keep using the horn. I do not think it means what you think it means. There's a miracle man. What? What? Are you the miracle Max who worked for the king all those years? The king's thinking son fired me. And thank you so much for bringing up such a painful subject. While you're at it, why don't you give me a nice paper cut and pour lemon juice on it? We're closed! An evil genius. You're that smart. Have you ever heard of Plato, Aristotle, Socrates? Yes. Morons. Did I mention there was a giant? Yes, Grandpa. Thank you. All right, all right. There's also a major case of revenge going on here. My name is Inigo Montoya. You killed my father. Prepare to die. And maybe just a little bit more romance. Do we have to hear the kissing part? Someday you may not mind so much. The Princess Bride. Not just your basic, average, everyday, ordinary, run-of-the-mill, ho-hum fairy tale. And now, back to Fat Albert. So... <laughs> Humper- got a very vivid picture in my mind. On the top of the hill, oh, Humperdinck's there with the, the count, and they're like, did they just throw themselves off that cliff? Yeah. Well, that's what that's <laughs> what I was mentioning before. Humperdinck's like, if, 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 uh, yeah, if, uh, if, if I am wrong, and I'm I am never, never wrong, wrong. They have, ex- they have run into, intentionally run into the fire swamp to yeah. escape us, and blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. 
Which... One of my opinions here was Wesley was cuter without his pedo stash. Yeah, yeah, that's why I've never liked that look. That because I didn't even occur to me what it is that makes him look different than he does at the start of the movie, and it's 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 the pedo. It's stash. the pedo stash because it is. It like would have been like, better the other way around because he's got like some vanilla pudding on his lip. It's, it been it's better... not like a. It's not very. Well, yeah, it would have been better if when he was a farm boy, he was all scruffy and and bearded up, or maybe and then, then, then cut it down clean shaven the... because it's 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 easier to recognize somebody with a beard or facial hair than it is. When it's gone, yeah. that's why you see the little kids like see their their, their dad yeah. for the first time without a beard and start crying. Yeah, but the, the mustache itself, like I don't know if that was his actual facial hair, but it looked like two like drag queen <laughs> eyelashes like glued to his upper lip. It's <laughs> subtle enough just to be distracting, but not like hard enough to look good. Like it, there's nothing like yeah, it's 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 just. Uh, just a detra- attraction all around. There's no, yeah. yeah. There's no bonus to the mustache. Yeah, it's yeah. not like it looks any more suave or da- dashing. Even though that is a very like Errol Flynn Zorro mustache, but yeah, yeah that's very of like the 1920s. But yeah, oh, they do go into the fire swamp. They're suddenly on a set. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> the fucking Dagobah. So uh, Wesley thinks it's not that bad. He's, I mean, he's not gonna build a summer home there, but uh, the trees are actually quite <laughs> Which I lovely. Was kinda, like, yeah, and then fire shoots up from the ground in the fire swamp. This is part of the movie. Whenever I watch coming. it, I kind of tend to fast forward just because it's it, just weird. Because it goes on for a while. This is one of the more memorable parts in the book for me. Yeah. 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 Uh, Although it's very similar though, because like so much of it is about the R.U.S.s or whatever the fuck. So uh, it lights her on fire and shit. He quickly puts it out and is like, "Well, that was quite." <laughs> She does not stop at drop and roll. No, <laughs> she just like oh, falls you think... down and is on fire for a while before he puts it out. You think she knows? She so... was a commoner. <laughs> she had to do this for herself. At <laughs> they one had point. To, yeah, <laughs> they li- commoners are always lighting on, getting light on fire. Spontaneous combustion. It happens. Flaming okay? peasants. Uh, so they walk around the fire swamp and he fills her in on how he's now the dread pirate Roberts. There's. He did run in with to the Dread Pirate oh, Roberts. Oh, this is when he gives but... the exposition. I'm sorry, I jumped the gun before when I mentioned like that's that. Fine. That's fine. Yeah. And the Dread Pirate Roberts was like, "Good night, Wesley. I'll most likely kill you in the morning." But they got closer and closer, became friends, and eventually he was like, "Hey, oh, I ain't the first Dread Pirate Roberts. I inherited this ship as the guy did before me, and now you are the guy." Because fuck, I'm tired. Yeah. I am so tired. Yeah, you supposedly so, mentioned this guy's like retired, like like the like Costa Rica or something. Yeah, like that with all living like a king. Yeah, and he just stayed on long enough as the first mates when they swapped mm-hmm. uh, crews just to call just to call uh, Wesley the uh, Dread Pirate just to sell the illusion. Yeah. Uh, and uh, then yeah, he left and yeah. Yep. Presumably, I guess they're gonna uh, Wesley's gonna have to spend a little while doing the same well, thing yeah. with uh, Nego Matoya after the event. Now that he's got Buttercup, he can retire and turn the name on to someone else. Exactly. And she seems cool with this, and I was like, hmm, does like a nod and starts to walk away and. <laughs> Get sucked in the lightning sand. Pretty quickly, all the, yeah. yeah. They're not kidding about that. Uh, yeah, that bothered me. Yeah. Well, no, it, it, it's it's not just quicksand. How... It's lightning sand. It's a thing in the actual <laughs> book. Okay, but they didn't do a very good job explaining that because so. Well, the book, it's, it's she just really kind of walk. She falls through a trap door essentially. Yeah. yeah. It's this really like descriptive passage in the book where they talk about how. She gets sucked down in the lightning sand, and Wesley, he does jump after her, and uh-huh. it talks about how he can feel it getting in his ears and, like, under his eyelids and in his nostrils and Arf. mouth because it's so super, super, super fine. It gets everywhere. Wow. Okay, but he couldn't have, like, stopped for two seconds and been like, okay, we're in the forest. Like, we have to watch he pro- out for, I don't like, think he knew about the lightning sand because he l- looked at it like, what the fuck just happened? Although later on, 
on, he does say there are three threats in the in in the fire swamp. The, yeah. And he does. Well, yeah, because they had encountered it. But like, well, it's funny too, because then they also says he says something about the RUSs, and yeah. then they see the RUSs, and then they get attacked by the RUSs, and he's like, I don't believe in RUSs, but. Well, that's because he was trying to keep her calm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they call it. It's, he it's, does, it's, He manages to kind of pull her out. This is Cynthia. Music. And they lay in there, and she's like, fuck, this is awful. And he's like, yeah, it is. Once they get out of the fire, or what is it? Lightning sand. The lightning sand. This bitch. We have to send a letter to Robert saying, please listen to our podcast, but we apologize. She puts oh. her face in the sand to breathe. Like, she puts her face <laughs> on the ground, in the dirt, in the leaves. She's, yeah, Man, I don't, I don't like getting sand in between my toes at the beach. I couldn't imagine being enveloped by a bunch of And the way she's sand. coughing, it makes sound like she's got, like, sand in her lungs and stuff, too. you think you'd want to roll over if, if, as far away from that shit as humanly possible. Or, like, on your back to like, breathe clean sand, air. even, in, like, any kind of fluid, but, like, sand, like, oh, God, fuck, ugh. Yeah. Ugh. So, uh, they're out, and there's some, uh, rodents of unusual sides waddling around. Uh, yeah, I remember the, bo- the book makes a big deal out of the fact that they're not just called rodents of unusual sides, but the acronym R-U-S- R-O-U-S-S. Is, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay, that makes more sense. I didn't know what you were talking about for a second. <laughs> yeah, just... no, that's, yeah, I'm sorry, but yeah, that's, <laughs> I wow. just went along with it. Bill's <laughs> having a stroke. R-U-S-S, what the fuck, yeah. are they Russians? Like, what? Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. He's hugging her, and she's like, this place is terrible! And he's like, yeah, let's get out of here. And he sees some R-O-U-S's in the distance. Yeah, in the book, they specifically refer to it as R.O-U-S. Yeah. It's the weirdest thing to suddenly have an acronym for just giant rats, mm-hmm. essentially, but yeah. Uh, so they're walking through, and she's like, you think we'll ever get out of here? And he's like, yeah, there's only three threats, three threats of the fire swamp. Oh, yeah, right there, that's and what we, we, we got the fire thing down, this loud popping sound right before it. We got it covered. Uh, you discovered sand. what the lightning co- yeah, You discovered like. it. Yeah. Good job with that, you dumb broad. I like broad. how in the middle of this, he's still trying to be kind of complimentary towards her. Like, yeah, it's okay, we can work. <laughs> or it might have been sass. Yeah. <laughs> Some very nice sass. And the lightning sand, which you were kind enough to discover on your own. That's called shade. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, and she's like, but Wesley, what about the R-O-U-S? And he's like, we're in some of the sites. I don't believe they exist. And then a stagehand throws a pillow at him. It's the empty costume with a pillow stuffed into it. Yeah. And then suddenly turns into a dwarf in the costume, kind of like trying to walk around and be threatening. But yeah, like Warwick Davis is stuck in there going, rah, 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 rah. Yeah. Yeah. And they 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 roll around on the ground. It's being very old. much, you've never seen the movie Ed Wood, but there's no. a scene where uh, Bela Lugosi, he's trying to wrestle with the fake no, octopus. No, that's Bride of the Monster. No, but like in Ed Wood, oh, the Ed Wood, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Like... That scene from yeah. *Bride of the Monster*, where he's like in a pool, like like shallow pool, wrestling with a fake octopus. It's kind of the similar thing, yeah. where like he's pretending that he's being attacked, and be like, Arr! yeah. yeah. They roll around for a while until he hears a popping sounds and rolls it over into, and the fire shoots up, and the rodent. Like, the well, the rodent gets a couple good bites on the. Yeah, it bites his shoulder. Yeah. And uh, Which then he, kind of nasty, big rat teeth. Wesley like, picks up his shit. sword and slowly walks over to it and stabs it in his arm. <laughs> that is the <laughs> Sounds like Blanka. <laughs> okay, but why did he stab it three times instead of just once in the heart? Yeah. I, I, maybe he that, seems legitimately maybe he was, pissed. Because yeah. he stands up, his hair, he looks more fucked up than he does at any other point in the movie. His, 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 like, his face is all, all sooty and his hair sticking up and he just looks like, Bleh. 
Okay, yeah. I have just gone through all of this. I'm not gonna have energy to stab you three times. I'm gonna want to conserve my energy to get yeah. out of this forest, but I'm gonna stab you three hey, times. Hey, when anyway. you're mad, you're mad. Maybe wants to show up in front of What is Princess Buttercup again doing during any of this? And she's she's standing like, there going, Wesley! Yeah, and at, one, no! at one point, the, the rat like tries to run away from Wesley and is kind of vaguely going towards her. And she's yeah, like, she gets, no! I think she gets a stick and yeah, kind of like, does waves kind of it at him. Like, at the end of the <laughs> and he's like, you're not helping! Yeah. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Prince, the Princess Bride is not coming off very good in the Princess Bride. Yeah. Well. So, he kills it, and then uh, they come out of the fire swamp eventually. But oh no, Prince Humperdinck is there with a bunch of people, and Wesley and the Prince yell at each other, and Wesley will die first before he gives up Buttercup. They're about to explode into a fight when yeah. suddenly the Princess Bride. This, this is one of the few things she does act to actually intervene in the plot to, to, yeah. to, to, to do things. So she intervenes and says, like, hey, if, if I he, give up, if, you'll let Wesley go. If you promise not to hurt him. Yeah, return him to a like ship, the revenge Wesley, or whatever. If, was, if Wesley had been healthy, he, I think he could have probably taken Humperdinck out with this yeah. and all his man. I was thinking that that would have been a much more exciting scene. Which yeah. actually, I kind of wonder if they like have him get brutalized a little bit, just enough to justify why he like like to put him at a disadvantage to make this this confrontation a little more even ha even handed between everybody. She know? lost him once; she don't want to lose him again. Oh, no. And he's like, "Bitch, I can take him. Look at him. He pampered." Yeah. So, uh, Humperdinck rides off, he tells uh, the count, he's like, hey, yo, uh, he's like, well, first he tells Buttercup, okay, yeah, I'll put him back on a ship and, and send him off. And, uh, then he's like to the count, he, once, once you get him, just take him to the pit of despair, because I'm evil! <laughs> the pit of despair. <laughs> he rides yeah. off with the princess, and... Wesley notices that the I count... I did like this exchange when, like, it's just the other yeah, Count yeah, Rugen. come, and, we must yeah. get you to your boat. We are men of actions. Lies <clears throat> do not become us. Oh, well spoken. Yeah. Uh, he notices that that guy has six fingers on his right hand. Oh, no. Dump up a dump. A six-fingered glove. Which is every finger is wiggling when you see. They it. do kind of make they they do have him move the hand a little bit, so you see there's some motion there. It's not just like yeah yeah. Although, I think... Well, you he, think somebody's just running just around a with cheap, a six-finger glove? It, it was cheap! It was on sale. The lady, whoever made it, got... Like, she yeah, fucked he, up. She got drunk <laughs> when she was so and glowed the gloves together. Yeah, he, <laughs> he went to the outlet store and was like, Oh my god! Well, he hides a spare cigarettes in there or something like that. Like, it's a nice little compartment. Like He got it on half price because it was a factory reject. <laughs> That's what I'm saying, yeah. Because, I mean, as much as he moves the hand, we really don't see the individual fingers wriggle, so yeah. But that offended him so much that he knocked Wesley out. Mm -hmm. Yeah, again, with well, the conking on the head. Well, got six fingers on your right hand. Somebody was looking for you, clonk. Yeah. Uh, he wakes up in the pit of despair, where Al Albino is tending to his wounds. The Albino, like, who is the uh, the the guy who runs the uh, London Hotel at the beginning of European Vacation, National yeah. Just throwing that out there, Mel yeah. Smith. But, um, but he's like, where am I? He's like, the pit of despair. Don't even. <laughs> Don't even think what I was trying to get out of here. I do like he has a very modern like. Yeah, I appreciate they didn't let that guy have an affect affectation. Like, yeah. I always thought that was funny how they stripped that away from yeah, him. Yeah, so yeah. they're gonna torture him, and Wesley's like, I can handle torture. <laughs> I, I've always liked the way he just goes and shakes his head no, and looks like... Which it is true! Like, Wesley has cannot stand up to this machine later. He gets no, fundamentally fucked up in, by this thing. Once again, because it's... If I'm, a, I'm an asshole. 
in the book, they do torture him normally for a while. Okay. And it, it describes how he pretends like he's like, no, ow, oh, but in his mind, he's going away to his happy place where he's with Buttercup and he I doesn't feel the that. pain. Yeah. Please describe normal torture. <laughs> <laughs> well, not just like titty cups hooked up to a water wheel. <laughs> Yeah. That is kind of a strange torture device. And also, oh, just well, vaguely, I, just like, we were just going to suck a year of your life. Like, it's not like, yeah, it's, 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 yeah. So, Buttercup is moping around the castle, just being like, it's sad, There's a lot of stuff for her for the rest of the movie, yeah. yeah. Sad Snoopy music playing, and Humperdinck's <laughs> there, <laughs> there with the count <laughs> and says, it's because my dad's sick. And he's like, I, I know what the... You, you don't have to lie to me, you ding dingus. You humperdink. You yeah. humperdinker. <laughs> and then uh, Peter Fall comes on oh. in the voiceover. And the king died that very night. And then... Oh, this is when the king yeah. gets super invested. Yeah. Yeah, and then... then uh, they, they they were married that very night. And they present her. Oh, it's Queen... Does he call her Queen Buttercup? Yeah. Okay. Which yeah. makes sense. Yeah, 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 yeah. Look, here's Queen Buttercup, and she comes out. There's the second most beautiful lady in the land saying, Boo! 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 And she's like, why are you booing me? And she's like, you had too long, too love, saved her in the fire swamp. This too woman, love. This woman is credited as ugly woman in the credits, too, which I feel extra <laughs> bad, but yeah. Her eyebrows. They like glued on extensions. That, like, She's got like out. a grape glued to her chin or something like that. So that's supposed to be like a mole, but like yeah, like it's like a wad of like fucking chewing gum or something. Like, well, and also, also, yeah, exactly, also Fred yeah. Savage interrupts and is like, no, no, you, you're not telling the story right. Tell him right. Yeah. Who gets Humperdink? What the fuck are you talking about? Who gets Prince Humperdink? Who Fred killed Savage him? Cocks a gun. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, what the fuck are you doing? And he's like, nobody kills Humper Dick. He lives. He's like, what the fuck did you even read me this story for, Grandpa? Fifth hand and yelling at his older self in Back to the Future 2. Get the fuck out of my car, old man. Um, and he's like, okay, okay, okay. You're obviously very crazy. I'm just gonna go home now. You're yeah. uh, you're being ridiculous. It's all the sugar from New Coke that's wiring me up. I'm sorry. I'm I've been out. drinking this Crystal Pepsi and those <laughs> cheese balls in the back. Yeah, yeah no, yes. it's like they made that set as 80s as possible, just for future generations can go. Wow, this totally takes place in the 80s because it's all like. Like a fucking Lamborghini posters and shit like that. And, yeah, so oh the old lady yells at her about how Wesley still lives, and yes, she married another, but then... Yeah, queen but, of putrescence. Yeah, but then Buttercup wakes up and is like, Gasp! It was all a dream! Thank God it wasn't real, because that crown was ill-fitting. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it is like this huge, like... Yeah, no, sweetie. The, like, head, <laughs> the, the, the headgear of this movie is the, it's, it's, it ain't working out too well for anybody. That's what I put. I said... Queen's crown is ill-fitting. <laughs> and then uh, underneath was just a nightmare. Thank God it wasn't real. <laughs> mm, yeah. Oh, my God. So she... I, yeah. I do like Fred Savage interjects real quick. Like, Yeah, see, I knew. Yeah, I, I, I do like they don't, don't, they don't bother yeah, visually cut away. It's just a quick voiceover. Yeah, yeah, yeah you're very smart. Fox. Now shut up. Yeah. 
that that's one of my other favorite changes. <laughs> so she goes to tell Supper Dink that if she's gonna marry him in ten days, she'll be dead by morning. And he's like, Yeah, yeah, sure, sure. Uh, we'll break it off, and uh, you write four letters, and I'll put them on my four fastest boats, and we'll send it out there, and we'll see if you know this guy even still wants to bang you, cause you did be like, Get out of here, Wesley, at the fire swamp, and he was like, Oh, that sucks. So, uh, you know, if he wants you back, cool, cool, but if not, can I be a civil medal? Uh, I think he said, please consider something along the lines of, like, please consider me as an option to suicide. Yeah. Yep. Um, that is a lot of dudes in the world, though, like, uh, if you don't kill yourself, why don't you hang out with me? Like, that, <laughs> like I, that, that's actually a tactic I've seen dudes use in real life, and it never comes across any better than it does here, either. But That like, is the saddest thing. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I'm saying, though. Like, Especially because you're a king. You know, like, anybody would want to marry you. Anybody wants to be a queen or a princess. Yeah. Like, and <laughs> yeah. You're, like, begging this girl yeah. to be Especially this collar you just plucked out of the crowd. They're, like, threatening to kill themselves if they have to be with you. And you should realize that says a lot about how odious you are as a human being. That this, like, seemingly pretty reasonable person is willing to off themselves rather than, like, go anywhere near your bed or, like, share your toothpaste or, like, oh. <laughs> Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, uh, later the prince is walking around with the count in the woods. Because uh, the count's going to, to the pit of despair to check yeah, it out. Yeah, and the prince like, is yeah. talking about how, oh, it turns out he was the one behind the kidnapping. But it didn't work out. It'll be so much more poetic when he strangles her on their wedding night. Bum, 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 bum. Oh, Never yeah. explained why he wants to kill, because originally he was just going to... Uh, use her kidnapping and murder as a reason to start a war with this other country. I think he's still doing that. Oh, so I guess he's gonna strangle her on the wedding night and still have someone to take the body out and, like, still claim that it was, I yeah. guess so, because if he's just gonna flat out murder her, like, then there's never any explanation. Like, yeah, if he's just gonna wants to kill her, then that's... Yeah. It's never explained why he would want to do that. Just let her kill herself and then say one of their assassins Ooh, that's came actually in. That's a good point. And, like... Oh, however she died. Yeah. Exactly. No like, one's gonna. Dis it's not. There's no CI, CSI, or anything like that. Like they can just make up whatever story they want. Yeah. Yeah. Just oh, that's a good point, actually. Even if they don't have the body, they, even if she did something where it's obviously like she killed herself, just just, have to just throw the body away so that she got kidnapped. Maybe he'd be and upset then, that he didn't get to kill her. Yeah, but like, still, oh, I really wanted to. Uh, so the count's gonna tells him that he's gonna start working on Wesley on the machine. Uh, do you want to join in? He's like, nah, I got a wedding to plan, a wife to murder, a war to start. I'm swamped. I, is this, th yeah, go ahead. Is this the part where she, like, she, yes, she had come in and she was like, my Wesley will save me. And he's like, I will send a ship out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so then she leaves and literally not even two seconds afterwards, he's like yelling about how he's no, going to murder no, her. No, no, the scene changes into a forest. He's walking through the forest. Although the this count. is still like it's kind of insinuates that it's just like five minutes later though. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. but, but the there forest. is a scene change. Like yeah. it's still the same two characters. Well, it's 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 the, still the the prince guy, but he's talking to his evil henchman. But yeah, it is. It seems to take place just like played by a Christopher Guest, who is somebody you would have no idea who that is. But Let me yeah. Google them real quick. No, Crystal, you wouldn't know. He played the guy buying flowers at the beginning of uh, Little, Little Shop, Shop of Horrors. Horrors. Yeah. yeah. He's also I know him best actually, aside from. Uh, you know him from Spinal such Tap. films as... Oh, he's the guy who actually does the uh, number up to 11 thing uh -huh. in Spinal Tap. But he's also the uh, uh, hound dog owner in Best in Show. Yeah, he's done a bunch of improv he's done, movies. Yeah. 
uh, directed them and whatnot. But he's but great as Count. He's Rogan, married yeah. to um, uh, Jamie Curtis. What? Yeah. Wow. She saw him in a magazine and said, I'm going to marry that man. And she did. Are you serious? Yeah. What magazine was he in? I don't it's know. It's not like he's an uggo or anything like that, but like I would never see Christopher Guest and go, I want to get some of that piece. He's a super famous director. Says the guy who's not a piece, but like it's not like, it's not like <laughs> he's so like, hmm. I can see the reverse happening where he sees a picture of her and goes like, rah, 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 rah. he saw, uh, what was the movie we saw where she's in where she's naked? That's like all of her movies. A fish called Wanda. She wasn't naked in that. Jamie was she not? Curtis? Didn't no. she have her butt hanging out? Or she had a Jamie Lee she Curtis. had an '80s thong. Jamie Lee Curtis had a surprisingly slamming body back in the day. <laughs> Anthony um, would be so interested in that. I know. I'm just saying, you wouldn't like think. Well, she, I guess she was also hot. Like she was in True Lies too. She did all the yeah. tease that a lot of people are still even to these days. Are like, anyway. Anyway, that's anyway, the count goes down to the pit of despair oh. and uses the machine on Wesley, sucking one year of his life away. And my favorite moment in watching this movie this with is Anthony. The saddest movie. No, no, shut up. <laughs> my no, favorite no. moment in oh, <laughs> watching no, this movie with Anthony is Anthony goes, So did he just suck his life away? And I said, Yeah. And he said, I did that to a guy the other day. <laughs> Not was it just movie. one life that you took for, for one year? <laughs> wow, that's actually a good gauge. Like, how was that head? I'm like, ah, oh, that was more like six months. But like, <laughs> <laughs> that was too. It was actually worth doing this whole podcast just just to hear that you said that. Mm -hmm. And he's uh, the, the, it makes it funnier oh, if you know how what a goody two shoes Anthony is. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. Oh no. Gosh. Uh, oh, so, my proudest moment. <laughs> I I was proud of you. So, I guess, well, I guess from a gay perspective, then all women's so, vaginas are pits of despair. Then <laughs> little do you know. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, once again, the book. Uh, in the movie, this is just like two suction cups on his boobs and two suction cups on the side <laughs> of his it head. Is really but in the book, it goes into the great detail uh, about how Wesley can't escape it because there's suction cups covering every inch of his body, including underneath his eyelids. Oh, oh Jesus Christ. Yeah. There's okay. tiny suction cups on his eyelids, and they put them everywhere so he can't escape to his happy place to get away from butter. So this, the machine works on Wesley to torture That's him. funny, because we just recently got a, like a fancy copy of The Princess Bride, and they have a bunch of illustrations in there, which... Um, I guess they don't have the, like, the, the rights to the movie, so they're not replicating specifically how the scenes look in the movie in these illustrations in this in this book version of the actual book. But it's styled enough like you could totally tell they were kind of like trying to make it, everything look as much like the movie as possible without getting mm. sued by this like movie studio. Mm. And so the design for Wesley hooked up the machine is totally the movie version, which mm. is like on his nipples and two Boring. things sticking out of his head. And like, yeah. So later, the Humperdinck talks to the chief enforcer beardo guy new character oh yeah he's yeah he tells, only shows up like two scenes in the he whole tells movie, him yeah. that gilder's gonna try he's to like kill the chief of police yeah gilder's yeah. gonna try to kill his wife and he's like my ring of spies haven't heard anything and humperdinck's like don't worry about it they're gonna try uh so he wants the thieves forest emptied before his wedding night i don't this only happens just so you can get like these characters involved yeah. back in the like because like because yeah. it makes no logistical sense why he would do and this. he has no ulterior motive to no. want to clear the the, the forest it's no. just a reason to have a new go he could uh, even use it as like they must have come from the, been hiding in the thieves forest but the forest is empty so then then you kind of yeah you just ruin your own yeah yeah your own uh alibi so he says that he doesn't have enough men to 
clear the themes for us, so he'll have to form a brute squad. I love that's like a known term, like, oh yeah, oh yeah, of course we, yeah, we need to form a brute squad. That should be a term in real life. Yeah. Just like, my squad is the brute squad. <laughs> so the day of the wedding arrives, and the thieves' force is being emptied, but there's still a Spaniard in there giving the brute some trouble. And it's an ego outside of the building, drunk and waiting for Vecini. Run, run back to the beginning. He had, he had. They don't really make it clear in the movie, but Vecini had given Fezic and Inigo a rhyme that they could remember that would tell them to go back to the beginning. Yeah. And to meet with him if anything ever goes wrong. I remember there being a lot more stuff to Inigo's story in the book, and like even the, all the stuff with these forests. There's yeah, this this is one of the biggest cuts in the movie. Is all this stuff like. And I think there's more stuff about Inigo being drunk, even before he gets to the thieves. Yeah. Like, there's just, he goes off, to, there's almost like a whole side adventure with him uh, before he even gets to this point or something like that. But in the movie, he's just gone yeah. back, to, essentially, I guess, to he and Fezzik's house, and he's just yeah. drunk. And he yeah. is waiting for Vecina. Tell And he goes, sees that Fezzik picked him up. It's you. And I fucking just backhands a guy away, but Fezzik does. And then Fezzik nurses Inigo back to health in, like, an hour? <laughs> like, he gets a completely sober and fucking just tip-top shape in, like, an hour because it's the day of the wedding. Yeah. So well, all he does is feeds him some soup and dunks his head and, <laughs> and he's sober again. And it's supposed to be funny, too, because the, the, the grandpa narrating says, like, and uh, Fezzik took great care in gently uh, re reviving his friend. And uh, it's, it's he's saying that as Fezzik is dunking in an uh, Inigo out of, like, a big yeah. tub of, like... Like, it's like a horse trough or something yeah. like that. And I, yeah, it's, I think the comedy is supposed to be that he's treating him roughly while he's treating yeah. him. Oh, he does gently and feed him stew, uh, some stew. Yeah, I also like no. the fact that they could, didn't want Andre the Giant to give the exposition of filling Inigo in on what's going on. So they had the grandpa be like, Fezzik filled him in. The, the yeah, exactly. Yeah. Was in the castle. Which that's, that's a and great thing. That crunch so they can kind of smooth over those bits. Because exactly, otherwise yeah. it would have been, Inigo. The castle is guarded by thirty men, but the man with the thick fur. And you'd be like, what? Subtitles. Yeah. So. But now we're getting towards the end of the story. This is the final So the castle gate's guarded by 30 men. Because they don't know that the prince told the guy to double. I it. did see on IMDb this is considered a, a goof. Is that there turns out to be sixty men later? But like, yeah, no, no they say that the prince he, says had double the yeah. Or double, that's not a goof. Yeah, it's IMDb actually, yeah. goof sections is full oh, no, of idiots. Yeah, but uh, Fezzik can only handle ten at the most, leaving twenty for any go. Uh, he can't do that. But they <laughs> he have to count on his fingers to decide. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, it's too many yeah. for me. Uh, so <laughs> yeah. they, but they need a planner. They need the man in black because he busted the scene with brains. He must have. Cause he gotta be super smart, so Inigo's gonna find him. There will be blood tonight! And he runs out. And the prince hanging out in his study, where uh, the guard comes in and tells him the Seuss forest is empty, and then Buttercup comes in and is like... Oh, yeah, this is the big He tells yeah. her that they'll be married, and every ship is in his armada is waiting for him, and she's like, every ship of your four fastest. And he's like... He could have got away with yes. it! He had been so, like... Obviously, if he just been like, yeah, no, of course, yeah, but no, he has to be all like, oh no, yeah, yeah, must oh, and for like such a conniving smart man, like that was the stupidest thing to like trip up. Everything starts unraveling. She's like, so you never, you never sent those boats, 
And that's he, why you just pull out a gun and just shoot her. I'm like, that's it. Like, I'm tired of dealing tells, with this shit. He calls her a silly sh- girl, and she's like, yes, I am a silly girl, and you're a big, fat coward. He's like, oh. <laughs> you're a shitty, garbage, garbage man, slimy coward. And he locks her in a room, just sprints to the pit of despair, and is like, hey, you could have been really happy with her, but nobody should be that happy, so nobody's gonna suffer as much as you! And throws it to 50, and even the Count, who's the evilest motherfucker ever, is like, no, not to 50! <laughs> yeah, and then he suddenly it pulls the Ferris Bueller scream of just like, yeah, Wesley starts screaming, everyone in the in the whole nation can hear, the entire kingdom, even Princess Buttercup is like locked in her room going, the fuck is that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Ian go here and it was like, oh, my heart made that sound the day the six-finger man killed my dad. And that's the man in black because his, his... This his, is one of the bigger his, leaps in the movie because, like, how does he know His girlfriend is marrying another, so let's let's find that scream. Yeah, how does he know it's the men in black? How does he know that the men in black's uh, beloved is about to get married to the prince to, to the prince that night? It's a, but it's that night. Yeah. There, yeah. Uh... Hello, Kelsey. Daniel's Fez- uh, lady and her baby showed up. Fezzik tells him, and everybody gets out of the way. <laughs> yeah. And they go run it off. He is the um, one. So hey, they run, in, run into the albino in the forest. Because the albino is like on his way back to the pit of despair, like yeah, with supplies a, with a wheel with a wheelbarrow to, full of supplies. Yeah. Well, I think it's an empty one too, or something like to that. Carry, but he's been doing stuff. Oh, to body. carry uh, that and think about that. So uh, okay. And he go ask him where the man in black is with his sword. Uh, he doesn't say anything. So Fezzik jogs his memory and he just conks him on the top of the head and he dies. He's or dead. he's at least that out of, yeah, out he says of he's, commission. He's for sorry, the rest of the he film. didn't mean to jog his memory so hard. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so Inigo kneels in gra- on the ground and asks his father to guide his sword, and he wanders around for a bit. Yeah, this is the most <laughs> mystical part of the whole film, yeah. It's and hard to tell whether or not this is actually, like, his father's spirit, or Inigo's just being crazy, but... That, that part confused me. Yeah. yeah. I, I was like, what? And he stabs a tree, and is like, oh, Which boom. just happens to be the magic and button leans that against, opens up no, the tree. No, he, le- he pokes it, and is oh, like, oh, and then he... Leans against it and the secret door swings open. Yeah, okay, yeah. And then they're standing there looking at Wesley's body. He's like, he's dead. And and then fucking Fred Savage is like, what? No. (laughs) Is that what he said? Yeah, that's what he said. (laughs) No. Uh, He's like, what the fuck, Grandpa? But bad. They go back to the story. They take Wesley's body to Miracle Max. They gotta buy a miracle. Um. Uh, and this is a chance Fezzik for a prime a cameo. Money. Yeah. Uh, he's not the king's miracle worker anymore. The king's thinking son fired him. Uh, he could he could, could kill whoever it is they want to be miracled. And they're like, he's already dead. And he's like, you, that? I'll take a look at him. Yeah. It's okay. it's mir- yeah, this is Billy Crystal under five pounds of, like, waxy makeup. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And his wife. Uh, oh, God, I forget. Carol Kane. Carol Kane, yeah. Yeah. I did so, like this part because he sees Wesley dead and he goes, I've seen worse. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I've seen worse. So, At least Wesley's kind of an attractive guy, so even literally, you could, you could actually interpret that line a couple different ways, too, even aside from his, like, what state he's in. But they bring then, him yeah. inside. They say they have 65 monies. Yeah, and 65, wish, yeah. I've never worked for so long. I love that in, in any kind of fantasy or science fiction movie where they don't want to, like, dictate exactly what the currency Not is. Any money. So they just say 65. a number. They do that in Star Wars, yeah. like, uh, 15,000? Yeah. So, Wesley's only mostly dead. There's a big difference between mostly dead and not at all. 
and uh, so he uses some bellows to pump some air into Wesley's lung and asks him what's so important. What is that worth living for? And he pushes on chest and true love comes out. True love. Yes. But he oh. lies and says what is to blame. To blame. Yeah, which means to yeah. bluff. Yeah. So you obviously lost a poker game to him. And fucking Carol King comes in screaming at the top of her lungs, liar! Calling him a liar. And he calls her a witch. Yeah, her witch. And she said, I'm not a witch. I'm a wife. Just <laughs> 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 poked Anthony yeah, in a very accusatory way. Yeah. Uh, and, and she's like, true love's dying on the table in front of you and won't do anything. And then Inigo's like, hey, this is Buttercup's true love. If you help him, he'll make Humperdinck's life a living shithole. And he's like, I fixed this guy, Humperdinck suffers, humiliations galore. And that gets him excited, so they give him a giant, a giant, uh, uh, a whopper. A big chocolate whopper. Oh, yeah, he's a like malted this milk huge ball. pill the size of a golf ball. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it's, well, the it's chocolate help, in chocolate to help yeah, it, yeah. Helps it go down easier, which he's dead. I don't think it matters much. Yeah. Uh, so, too far. No, oh no. So, uh, they go to like the ramparts in front of the gate. You missed the part where they say half Moonstone in the castle. Which that was all, all the work. trailers back in the day. Take a miracle. Yeah. yeah, and then they're on the ramparts. Yeah, yeah. overlooking the castle, and they give Wesley the pill and. And they wonder how like long immediately it immediately snaps back. How life, long yeah. it'll work, and then it'll help. I'll take you both apart. I'll take you both together. And, but his, he can't move his anything below his neck. Uh, I do like the physical comedy here, where he can't like move his body, but they're, like, they're kind of puppeteering. And he goes, we kind of puppeteering his head for him, so he's yeah. like turning his head, talking to either of them, and just, yeah, mm -hmm. it's, it's kind of cute. Yeah. So they tell Wesley what's going on. And he says, that's impossible if I had a couple months to plan. Yeah, but this, no. And yeah, because the wedding's supposed to happen in less than half an hour. Yeah. 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 A little less than half an hour. And so he's like, oh, if only we had a wheelbarrow, that'd be something. And they're like, we we put the wheelbarrow in the albino. And it's with the albino, I think. So they have a wheelbarrow, and he has a, uh, oh, if only they had something that we could put Fezzik in and light him on fire. Which, he's, he pulls out a, a flame retardant uh, cloak. I didn't understand what he said until just, like, like I've seen this movie a million times over the last 30 years. It wasn't until, like, like, like two years ago I finally realized he goes, I was like, I have a Holocaust cloak. Yeah. Yeah. Which, Which what the hell is that he's even? He's like, where'd you get that? He's like, from Miracle Max. He said it fits so well, I could have it. <laughs> Why did Miracle Max have a giant Holocaust cloak? Yeah, well, my Uncle Max, there may actually be giants in the world that, like, Miracle Max, like, I I, guess. this also suggests there's, like, a whole, like, deleted scene from the whole Mir uh, Miracle Max scene where, like, they're just hanging out, like, Miracle <laughs> Max is just, like, letting, like, Fezzik try on clothes and yeah. things like that. Or... They're shopping. Exactly, little, yeah. There's a little, like, fucking makeover session, like, that with that, yeah, went on with Fezzik, yeah. Yeah. Our the nighttime, the trio get ready to storm the castle, and I like the uh, 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 flop that, uh, Wesley does to get his hand in on there. Oh, yeah, that's rah, exactly, rah, hooray, yeah. Let's yeah. go. And then inside the castle, Mawes. Mawes is what brings us together. When this movie showed today. on HBO, this was like essentially all they showed was this scene where <laughs> someone at HBO loved that character so much they kind of said, hey, mm -hmm. you made this like the whole reason to see the movie. Which. <laughs> that scene made me so uncomfortable. I had a clipboard and I put. 
<laughs> the clipboard became the TV. Because it goes on for a while. Yeah. But like, I guess I don't know if that like this this actor is a comedian and maybe this is his whole shtick. They milk it in that movie for it goes on for a while. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Marriage. That was it. Arrangement. That dream. Within a dream. It's kind of ruined the word marriage for my whole generation because now <laughs> all these people grow up with this movie and they, whenever they hear the word marriage, they're like, Malish. Malish, yeah. yeah. Like Borat and my wife. It's a little, exactly, yeah. Uh, but inside, he's doing that and you hear outside, stand your ground, man, stand your ground. And outside, Fezzik is standing in a wheelbarrow, I supposedly. Well, alternates between with... Fezzik and, like, a dummy of Fezzik. Yeah. Like, in this <laughs> wheelbarrow, yeah. Uh, standing there, saying... <laughs> I don't think I understood a word he said the first I time actually, I saw it. Because I bought it on iTunes, I could turn on the subtitles. Oh, He's... I know what he says now, but... Yeah, he's saying, like, he, I... you will die, you... I am the Dread Pirate Roberts, yeah, I... there will be no survivors. I am here, but you will soon not be here. Yeah. Like, even the, the way that's written is barely English, like, it's the most... Aw. Baby John's being, being super cute. Yeah. Uh, Aw. It's a baby. So they light him on... They light <laughs> Fezzik on fire. We'll be done here soon. You're fine. Uh, they light him on fire and... Uh, the dread pirate Robert is coming for your soul. That would be terrifying. If, like, you didn't I know... Mean, well, he's on. also standing in a wheelbarrow, so he's probably, like, nine feet tall, ten feet tall on at that point. Fire. On fire! Yeah, just being all... This would be... Like, especially if you grew up in medieval times and you don't know shit from shit, and you're like, yeah, what the and, fuck is this? And this makes everybody piss their pants like big piss babies and run away. Yeah. Except for the the one guard. The who, one main guy, yeah. the chief of police. They he seems to, to be lower, so scared that, like, oh yeah, he tries to go through the portcullis. They try to lo- lower the portcullis, but Fezzik just grabs it. Which is the only reason out. I know what a portcullis is, just because yeah. that's, like, because of this movie. Because, yeah. yeah, Wesley calls it out specifically, yeah. yeah. But so, yeah, lifts up the gate and they gets demand, up the guy. They demand the key from him, and he's like, I don't have a key, and... And he goes, tells Fezzik to rip his arms off. And, oh, you <laughs> Which I like that. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. So, uh, inside Buttercup. We're... You, th- you like the ripping arms Bill, part? we are hilarious. We are. You're actually with you and your... You're, <laughs> you and your son make a pretty good comedy team. Uh... And Buttercup's like, oh, Aww. here comes my Wesley now. And Humperdinck's like, mm, Wesley's dead. Killed him myself. And she's like, then why is there fear behind your eyes? Nah. And then he gets all, like, extra, like, <laughs> And the, pri- like, the, the priest is just standing there being like, what's going on? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, the fucking prince has no poker face for any of this shit, you know? Yeah, well, the prince keeps telling him to skip things and get to the, skip to the end and say man and wife, say man and wife, and he skips all the, everything in he between. He just, yeah, jumps yeah. jump straight to man and wife. Yeah. And then uh, elsewhere, three guards with the count come running in, and in, they say he tells them to kill the dark one and the big one, but leave the third for questioning. And Inigo, Presumably he's talking about Wesley, yeah. Yeah, Wesley just... Or not Wesley. Inigo just... Stabs the fuck out of all of them real quick, and then says, "I guess he was scoping out that finger because he knows from a distance." And it says, "Hello, my name is Inigo Montoya. You killed my father. Compare to die." And he gets in a stance, and the count runs away like a bay old pussy. The time mm-hmm. that is pretty great. I love mm-hmm. how because he like gets into his own stance and gets twist the sword, and you think they're about to fight, and then just suddenly there's a beat, and so like he just hauls ass and like runs like such like the way he runs just cracks me up too. It's just yeah, I, yeah. yeah, I thought it was funny. Runs through a door and closes it and locks it, and then he goes slams it And the music's all... This goes on for the next ten minutes of the movie, yeah. Calling for Fezzik, who needs him, and you can't leave Wesley alone. 
And Fezzik, I need you, please. Hey, so Fezzik hangs Leslie on a suit yeah. of armor. I feel bad because Nico's like really losing his shit here. She's like, bark. help me, help yeah. me, yeah. And he walks to the door, stops him from pounding on it, and just punches it. And, and the most honor of the giant, this yeah. is when he's running down the hall a little bit. Yeah. He's kind of like, can barely jog, and he's like, hits the door. And obviously yeah. someone pulling a wire on the door, yeah. but like, yeah. yeah. Movies are dumb as shit. <laughs> just in general, just movies. Mm-hmm. During that time, I was like, looking, uh, for some reason, I was looking at the decor in the castle. Mm. and I Oh, said, and it just like... Paisley drapes, tacky. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's. It, there's no like image. It's just like like yeah, like they just well, went this, to the yarn like, this, to the fabric store. So they went to Michaels and just. This was back. Yeah. This was back in the era where people uh, didn't like color coordinate. They were just like, I made color. It's yeah. beautiful. There's a decoration. There's a design here. Let's like yeah. let, let's put like yeah yeah. I guess. <laughs> so the butter, Buttercup <laughs> is, is walking down the hall with the king and the queen, and the queen keeps walking, but she stops and gives the king kiss on his cheek and he says what was that for and she says well you've always been so nice to me and i'm gonna kill myself once we get to the honeymoon suite and he says well won't be won't that be nice and she kissed me and that's the end i keep half, half expecting bill and ted to suddenly show up and save the princess too mm. after just having watched bill and ted's excellent invention like yeah. two weeks ago for the podcast inigo keeps chasing the count through the castle through various hallways only to get surprised by the count who pulls a knife out of his boot and throws it right in and he goes gut. In that great way where like you never get to see the dagger fly, it just yeah. cuts yeah. to like him holding in a gut going, Oh yeah. no. And so... ketchup's flying out of his belly. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, father, I tried. I tried. Yeah. So I like I assumed like one of them was going to die. And mm. I thought at that moment that um Inigo. Inigo? Yeah. Um had died and I put well, not as it... sad as you would think. <laughs> <laughs> gets fundamentally fucked up yeah. in this scene and it's amazing that like he recuperates not only from this dirt like to do his like he gets his revenge but like the rest of the movie he's kind of holding his gut but he seems to be okay like he jumps out of a window well, at the end of the movie onto a horse and doesn't seem to have any problems although the, i know that's that's the count the book, is like it's a different thing yeah the count is like you must be that little spanish brat i told to listen to all those years ago have you been chasing me all these years only to fail now that's the worst thing i ever heard how marvelous! <laughs> yeah, I man, Christopher Guest like like sociopathic performance in this movie is great because yeah. he never raises his voice or anything like that. He's always just like, mm-hmm. "Oh my god!" Buttercup goes in her room, pulls out a dagger, is gonna plunge it in right into her. St- I don't think she was gonna get through that bone. Cause yeah, because she was... she's not like you have to at least find a space between the the, yeah. the, the ribs. But like, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. But then Wesley's there to tell her. There's a shortage of perfect breasts in this world that'd be a pity to ruin hers. That's a good line. If you're trying to like, hey, hey, hey. And I was like, I was like, really? Wesley? Perfect? I thought really? it was going to be like a, a Romeo and Juliet kind of thing where like, it's she the kind that Fonzie That could have been actually, It's the yeah. kind of breasts that Fonzie likes. E. The what? Kind of breasts Fonzie likes. E. <laughs> father like your oh, father no. likes <laughs> no oh that's the, oh, what if anything that would guarantee that they're gonna be more like what the defense on what your definition of perfect is but that means that they would be less saggy it's, i don't know just saying you just saying they're gonna be less like deformed i guess deformed than, than the, <laughs> they're probably better than the lady of putrescence from really in the film or like, i'm just saying to like, be yeah. fair i didn't really look at her boobs at all so i didn't even yeah, notice there's that. only three women in this whole what? world too so compared to like any other shocked woman, at this news of all the tits we've seen in this movie they are the most perfect like, know, even, Andre... without even having seen mm. them, or even, like, even trying to pay attention to them. <laughs> Andre's are pretty nice. Actually, yeah. Yeah. He's got those, yeah, those muffins. Yeah. <laughs> See him in that singlet <laughs> in WrestleMania? Exactly, yeah. 
that giant baby. Lo- actually, man, for Chris- for Halloween, can you dress John up as uh, I have actually Andre the Giant? Because all you need I is have like a little singlet. I have actually searched for an Andre the Giant baby singlet, but I can't <laughs> find one. <laughs> oh my god, that's amazing. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah, seriously. Uh, so oh. she runs over to Wesley and starts smooching him. It's like, why won't you hold me? He gently and bonks his head. And what is happening? What? Oh, he bonks his head is kind smooching. of funny comic book. Yeah, she's smooching. she's smooching him. Yeah, that's. Do they actually deeply kiss? I can't remember. No, she's just giving. Because I know it's romantic. Oh, it is. It is kind of like pecking. Yeah, because it's not like deep, like fucking on sucking on your tongue kissing or anything. No. Like that. Yeah. But uh, I do like when he cocks his head and he's like, oh, he whimpers yeah. a little bit. Gently. Yeah. Uh, Aw, John likes it too. And elsewhere, Inigo stands up from his, his gut stab. Miraculously, and, like, kind of recovers a little bit. Yeah. yeah. There's a... I can't... Once I get the book, there's a... In this scene, it goes into this great detail about... For some reason in his past, Inigo learned how to deal with it and it talks about how he's shoving his fist into the wound to like close it and yeah the stuff. book's like really kind of graphic really about really stuff graphic. like that yeah yeah, yeah. william goldman so i love gross. him yeah. yeah and mm. and so uh the count comes over and tries to stab him in the heart but he parries it and it goes in his shoulder and then which it i happens, love yeah, it happens yeah. again goes in his older shoulder and he starts saying hello my name is Inigo Montoya you kill my father prepare to die over and over again yeah and he cuts cuts one of the count's cheeks open cuts his other one because <laughs> it's just like the scars he said it happen. what happened you Samantha B oh, he motherfucker he cuts it open <laughs> hey we said count a thousand times on this podcast without making that slip yeah yeah oh my god now he's heard the word I'm oh, so sorry no, baby John. But he cuts his <laughs> cheeks open just like uh, just like uh, an eagle has. I know it's, it's like poetry, it's it's synergy, it rhymes. Yeah, it's like when you get matching tattoos with your bestie. Uh huh. Yeah, kind yeah, of, they're kind besties the now. <laughs> and then so they fight some more, and he, he stabs him in one shoulder, just like him, and stabs him in the other. Just like he knocks the sword away and tells him to promise him money, and he's like, Yeah, off power too. Off, promise me that. All that I have more. Yep. Give me everything my heart desires. This is a cold way to dispatch someone. Though. Yeah, this, is, this is all time great. Yeah. He's like, yeah, anything you want. He stabs him and says, I want my father back, you son of a bitch. Yeah! yeah. Fuck you! Yeah. And when you're like nine years old, you've been watching this, like... this little fantasy movie where it's like, la la la, and he's like, oh! He said the B word. I mean, it's, it's the one moment in the movie that things things kind of get real for a second. Yeah, then, yeah. It's like damn. And okay. he kills him, and the music's all dun 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 dun, <laughs> and he falls down there. Uh. So, uh, and back in the bridal room, Buttercup's like, "Hey, yo, sorry, I didn't mean to get married." But Wesley's like, "Yeah, don't worry about it. It never happened." And she's like, "What are you talking about?" And I was there. Man said, "You are now man and wife, so now we're man and wife." And he's like, "Nah, nah, nah, nah." You didn't say I do, did you? If you didn't say I do, you didn't, you didn't do. You wouldn't be you? Aware. Wouldn't you agree, Your Highness? And then Humperdinck's in there too. Oh no! I guess he just wanders in the room while they're talking about the yeah. stuff. Yeah, and talking he, about the logistics of yeah. marital law. And then he he challenges Wesley to a duel, but to the death. But no, to the pain. And he's like, I don't think I I don't know what you're talking about. I've never heard that term before. So Wesley describes it. As you cut off your the other person's hands and feet and nose and tongue and, and nipples lips and, and their buttholes and, and the, yeah. cut off that butthole and you leave them a horrible yeah they said that I, I no, do not remember they this. Didn't say oh that. yeah 
Oh, okay. Well, they say the to the pain. They don't say buttholes. <laughs> they they mention a couple body parts, but they don't go into buttholes or no. nipples or anything like that. <laughs> no. It is like cut off. Yeah, cut off your hands. Cut off your feet. Nose, maybe. And lips. and the guy's one. And he's like, okay, I get it. You cut off yeah. my ears next. Whatever. Yeah. yeah. He's like, nope. Your ears you keep. So everybody that sees you and says, oh, is a good well you performed can hear speech them. here. Yeah. Yeah. So those, so that's what to the pain meant. And... My God, what is that hideous freak? Uh, yeah. yeah. Or wait, oh God, like yeah, yeah. Uh, aside from the fact that he's also still kind of calling him like a vomitous mass at every yeah. other uh, insult, but like so yeah. then Wesley will we'll forever ring in your perfect Wesley ears. picks up all of his power and stands up and points his sword at him, and says, "Drop your sword." Which, which I'm sure a lot of girls is... growing up watching this movie were like, mm, "How you doing?" Because he's all like super angry looking and shit. Like Humperdinck that. throws down a sword and. Wesley tells him to sit down. Hey, I like how there's a moment where, like, he considers, and then it's almost like a little bit like when the Count, like, runs from uh, Inigo a little bit. There's a beat, and then suddenly he drops the sword. And then he, like, very gently, like, he, like, picks up his little skirt and, like, sits down. It's all, like, prim proper. And it's all just kind of like, yeah. yeah. He caves so quickly. Yeah. That's not even a dramatic thing. Wesley yeah. tells Better come to tie him up. Make it as tight as you like it, which he makes the Humperdinck go, no! Because he's a big wiener. Yeah. Which it's Inigo like hears running by the room and comes in. That's the last bit of him humping I think we see. Yeah. Pretty much. But how do you almost commit regicide without anybody noticing? Like, where are your guards? Yeah, because I can see that like they, they cleared it's out the a wedding lot of... night. They gave him the night off. I, I guess, guess I all the guards they just put out in front scared away everyone, so they didn't even run back into the well, castle. They just ran you know, into the woods, I guess. I mean, technically, Humperdinck probably didn't have anybody in that quarter, so if. The princess oh, that's a good screamed point, while he, he was wanted... murdering her. Well, don't or... you have to have, like, witnesses to the consummation of the marriage? The first thing? Well, he's well, going to kill her, kill her, her and so if he's, if he's going to suggest later that people are going to sneak in and kidnap her, it makes sense to clear it out so there's no one saying, but I or didn't run, see. Or running in and find, if she or screams like that. Yeah, so... finds only the prince there. Yeah, I don't think you're supposed to really think about it that hard, but it makes more sense that he would have cleared it out just because he was planning on shit to go down this night, but yeah. And also maybe he, only he could have used the excuse, I want some privacy, because we're going to fucking hard. Oh, we're gonna knock the stone masonry off the walls. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> oh, Wesley's like, hey, oh, where's Physic? And he goes like, I don't know. And he's like, in that case, but he falls over. And, and he goes like, he's got no strength. And Humperdinck's like, I knew he was bluffing, I knew he was bluffing. And he go offers to kill him. But for some reason, uh, Wesley's like, no, let him live with his cowardice. Man, he's gonna chase you, you dingus. Because, like, they'll escape from the situation, but he's still gonna be in power. Mm -hmm. Like, now he's king because the king is dead, and mm -hmm. it's just like, yeah, kill him, it's okay. Yeah, but Fezzik's outside. He found four horses, and he figured there were four of them if they ever found the lady. Oh, lady. That's very sweet. Yeah. yeah. Anthony hates it. And like, <laughs> fuck all these assholes. I hope they get hit by a bus yeah. the moment they get off the Alice Grant. So, <laughs> Isn't even eye. very sweet. Thank you. She jumps. This. She yeah. jumps out the window and floats down. Doo -doo 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 -doo. It is a nice right moment Andre's, of like yeah. Andre's arms, and he would. He was so weak he couldn't actually catch her. She was on wires. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what, 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 he had a bad back. Yeah. Andre the Giant was like, yeah, yeah kind of messed up, so he couldn't even do this. He couldn't even hold her. So they had to fake it. Yeah. Well, well, yes. Yeah. Uh, also, she is like 120 pounds. It's not, it's not like she's like it's it's not like like catching like a duck. No. Like it still would have been like, <laughs> yeah, that would have been catching a decent weight. But yeah, mm -hmm. I do feel bad because like he's like, look, I did something right, and then Ingo's like, who oh, you did to do? It's not like a nigga. It's not like it's not like Andre the Giant's an idiot. It's just. Well, no, but Fezzik is supposed to be. Yeah, but he's not really. I guess it did something right. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, he catches Princess Buttercup, and it's yeah. all very sweet. And Wesley tells Inigo he'd make a great tried pirate Roberts. 
and and then Inigo just goes and face for do the extreme black up a gallon of blood, blood loss he's got from his shoulders and gut. Which in the book it's a big deal about how everyone leaves. Well, yeah, we'll get there. Like, yeah, it's almost over. And then they all get on. What the are you talking? There's they, literally like, yeah, like five. They all get on their horses. Andre <laughs> turns into his his body double because he would have absolutely demolished a horse if he had gotten on even, one. Even if he was in perfect health with a perfect back, even he could a Clydesdale, he couldn't have. Oh my god, him. that poor horse! The horse would have been like scrabbling underneath <laughs> the weight. Just like, oh. They all ride off together, and then Wesley and Buttercup are standing on the sunset over somewhere. And it, then they kiss, and the grandpa's like, "You don't want to hear this." And and the Fred, kids. And Fred. John Sa- doesn't want to hear it. He's tired of this shit. And Fred Savage is like, "No, no, grandpa. Uh, this I, okay. This this one was invested. This one yeah. I do want to hear." Yeah. And so it finishes with them kissing. <laughs> it's one of the top and five he's, greatest he's kisses st- in history. Yeah. Oh yeah. It blows them yeah. all away, and then. The story ends. Dun, and Fred, dun, grandpa's dun, leaving, dun, and Fred Savage is like, dun, dun, "Hey, Grandpa, do you think, do you think maybe you could, you could come, you could come back tomorrow and read it?" And Grandpa says, "As you wish," and leaves. And it's the end of the movie. And my mind was blown because Anthony thought that meant that he, Grandpa was Wesley. They didn't make that clear, and so I was like, "This dude has to be over like 150 years old to make this possible." <laughs> And like he's just been He thought the fact that he said the quote from the book he just read that he was the guy. Hey, it's a fantasy movie. Rules get weird. They like I, I actually Anthony, I, I think that's a crazy reading, but there's nothing to prove you wrong. <laughs> actually, like, yeah. Wesley got the life sucked out of him, but he came back to life. Maybe that made him immortal. Like I mean the magic max pill made him exactly, yeah. yeah. It's like Anything is possible. <laughs> he can never be destroyed. He'll get older and look weirder, but like, yeah, after like 500 years. Maybe that's what. <laughs> maybe that's why. They've got like shitty ass little porn stashes. Maybe that's why Carrios looks so weird in that Andre the Diet documentary. He's trying to get plastic surgery to keep from turning into Peter Falk. I, okay, that's. Yeah. It's. it's, it's yeah. I also thought the moral of the story was. Um, Revenge gives you strength to live. That's, <laughs> that's kind of what. That's kind of like actually even an ego gets love. torn up, and he the, the the need for revenge is enough to. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh yeah, true to love. love. Yeah. True love. And then yeah, it's got the nice music that plays afterwards, and then a song that's almost good, but some of the lyrics. Some of the in, lyrics. They're so weird. The they're words, rhyming words with oh, themselves, like I love my pants because I love my love. Yeah, my pants is real it, because my feelings are real. I didn't have Anthony listen to that song because he would have hated it. But it's not. I'm, it's so close to being good, but but like the lyrics oof. are just like because like there is literally like like a passage that is like I love my feelings because they're real. They rhyme real with real. Yeah, that, that's saying you're writing a pop like any. I mean, I know this is not supposed to be. I like, think he, it's, Kaylee, it's something along Kaylee the Kyoko, lines. like pop hit or anything. I like think that, it's but, something along the lines of I'm gonna sing you a story about love. Yeah. A, a very great story about love. This Something is trying like to do that. what Disney did. Started doing a couple years later, where like after like you know Aladdin, Beauty and the Beast, he had that like pop hit of like the pop cover of that like yeah. you know like whatever like the big ballad was from the movie. But this is oh, like yeah. this is trying to do that but failing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, even Disney failed. But I, I did. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, though, at least those hey. versions, at least they the, those those still still sold like a million copies of those singles yeah. of those those covers. That's but, like, true. But even like artistically, they may have failed. But like you know, they were still successful. Like, this, the Princess Bride take on that is even kind of 
couldn't even live up to that standard. But hey, it's the Princess Bride. I still love it, even yeah. in fantasy. But yeah, no, in the original book, I guess. Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the ending. They all it essentially ends in the same way. But then you find out that like, and it well, was it says, like, opened up. And, yeah, like, even and every it was happily ever after. That is until. Uh, Fezzik's horse through a shoe, and it yeah. goes wound open, backed up, all that stuff, yeah. And, and it's kind of the idea that, like, story never ends just because shit keeps, keeps on happening. Like, yeah. there's no such thing as happy like endings. The never-ending story? A little bit. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, Have you seen the never-ending story? No. Okay. Well, not that you, not that you need it. to know the movie just to make that pun because of the title, but, like, yeah. Um, never-ending so, story literally ends mid-sentence, because that's the whole gag of that movie, is they can't end the story, so it just cuts off. The guy's like, I love soup. Oh, I would so, take that. Uh, <laughs> uh, so, out of... Uh, one out of... 10 Beyonce albums, where does this, how many Beyonce albums would you give this movie? Do you actually like Beyonce or is he just racial profiling? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> he oh, is. Such as pearls when you ask That's what I'm saying, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, she's my queen. There's nothing wrong with Beyonce, yeah. He thinks there is. Mm-hmm. One she's, to ten, she's your princess bride? She is my princess bride. Well, no. Yas queen. <laughs> Out of 1 to 10, I really didn't like this movie. No, like I said, that's totally fine. There's no law against not liking The Princess Bride. Yeah, I we, think I we... would give it like a, a three or a four. Really? Yeah. That didn't make low? you want to kill yourself. You survived it, but yeah, you're mm. not going to... Like, if somebody put it on, like, I'm not going to make them turn it off. All right, well, yeah. then, if you remade it today, who would you cast in the roles? Um, oh, that's a good question. Beyonce. <laughs> Beyonce. Beyonce's The Princess yeah. Bride. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Well, you're useless. Who do you get for Andre the Giant? Like, there's you have, people, like, what you'd do you have do? To, you'd have to get uh, Kevin Nash. Uh, no, yeah. Well, you could. Oh, yeah, that's, that's, a, that's a good. Actually, shit. I was gonna say the Mountain or. So uh, you watch Game of Thrones? Yes. Okay, okay, okay. So yeah, okay. And you're always like, "What is this fantasy bullshit? It doesn't work." Oh no, the Hound. It's like this hell, is making up its own rules yeah, either, as actually, it goes. Yeah. Listen, Khaleesi is my queen. <laughs> I thought Beyonce was your queen. This is an alternate universe. Especially okay. this story only having like three women and one of them's in a dream. The other one's like an old lady wizard wife. Oh gosh, who would I cast? I don't know. Anne Hathaway? I don't know. Alright, well this is useless. <laughs> that would be the worst actually. If you're just looking for like... Wasn't she on like, the Princess Diaries? So she's already kind of done the princess thing I already. Really kind like of like Anne Hathaway. Yeah, I don't know, fine. Yeah, yeah it's fine. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with Anne. Hey, I'm defending. Uh, yeah, I agree. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with Anne Hathaway. Yeah, I still like. She's no princess worse than like Robin Wright. I mean, don't like she's still gonna be playing a character who doesn't do anything and just spends the whole <laughs> movie going, my Wesley, my Wesley. I'm not. I'm not gonna judge you if you don't because I don't. Do you read? Uh, yes. You should read the book. I I do prefer reading books over the where. Reading the books before I watch the movies because I always feel like the books have are, are way better. It just has more yeah, detail. You try yeah. the book. You might yeah, like if the you book ever get better. stuck on the desert island and that just happens to be one of the options, you, you can probably find worse books to read. But yeah. I like the book. I actually like the book better than the movie. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, I know it's fine. I'm just saying. I don't know what I'm saying because it's rare that we have a conversation where there's actually like an outlying opinion about something. So that's that should always be supported. What would you yeah. guys rate it on a one to ten scale? Some old bullshit. <laughs> I'd probably give it an eight, at least. Yeah, I'd probably like a seven or eight, I yeah. guess, if, like, the arbitrary numerical The scale, music like, really like pushes a, it down. Yeah, the production movie. values of this movie are a little janky, yeah. but I appreciate, like, how lightweight and kind of, like, 
I, I was just like watching a video the other day where they were talking about how every big blockbuster movie in the world these days always has to have like world-ending stakes, mm. and that's one thing like you never see a movie like this anymore where the stakes are just like, like so. I mean, great, it's a princess being rescued, so it's like you know, it's, it's an age-old story. But at least, yeah, they're not trying to save the world or anything like that. They, yeah, the fact that they never even, like they could have killed the king and they just don't. I, I kind of appreciate how small this movie is. Which you never get to see anymore, but yeah. So for you, if the music was better, it would bump probably it up. bump it up to like a nine. Maybe so that means I got to find the soundtrack to underlay over. Yeah, I want to know. Yeah, that's a good question. I don't know. I'd have to think about that. Well, what like what are your like three favorite movies? I, I'm not sure. Yeah. Iron Giants, probably like a nine point five. Yeah. So nothing's a ten. Well, yet. it was probably higher before I rewatched it and was like, this music sounds awful. It had been a while since it's yeah, yeah, it had been a while. Because I just I just rewatched it like two weeks ago this after seeing Andre the Giant. This is probably like one of my top most watched movies ever. Okay, I've seen it. I could, I, as you saw, I was quoting the movie without looking at my well, notes. Exactly, that yeah. doesn't usually happen. Yeah, we don't I mean, have any making of notes this week too because I didn't. But like, who yeah, it's, they it's made a movie. Princess Bride. It's the good. Yeah. Kelsey really loved it too. Yeah, oh, Kelsey loved it. Did you guys it. all watch it together? No, she oh, okay. was. The baby was sleeping. Oh, she asked me halfway through. She was like, "Do you like it?" And I was like, "No." I was like, "Have you watched it before?" She's like, "Yeah, multiple times." And I was like, "Why? <laughs> Why would you put <laughs> yourself through this?" Uh, that's, that's fine. We like alien. it. I. You haven't seen so many of these big movies. Uh-huh. Yeah. It is interesting to see what people like. Uh end up seeing it like you said it's not like you're going out of your way to find like fantasy stuff but you've seen harry potter and you like you you like game of thrones so that is yeah that's interesting yeah oh that's a boring really i've seen beauty and the beast though with emma watson oh what'd you think Uh, i thought it was good okay i I wouldn't do that someday well i just did uh the, the actual disney beauty and the beast just like a year ago in preparation for watching the 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 the, the, the live action version, I, but I still haven't gotten around to seeing the live action version. But yeah, yeah, Bill liked it. I liked it. I guess Emma Watson could be a princess. I guess. Oh, she could. I don't see her being. I would want that proper enough. I'd want if they made it today. I'd want to see the scene of them rolling down the hill. Yeah, that's. I'd that's want to see stuff. how they remade that. Yeah. That would probably be CGI stunt doubles. Would look terrible. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it, since it wasn't this week, next week got to be a goofy movie. Okay. Yeah. Oh, we're for real. Actually, I might just like let, let you choose because, like, I'm fine with. No, we'll do the goofy way. movies. We'll figure out That's something. People, some but people. But that throws were, off our pe- rhythm. Nah, people. Well, this movie wasn't either of our choices. It was our special guest choice, and that oh, actually sure. puts us back where we were before we had, uh, something. 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 Or you could let me have oh, two before weeks you had in a row. Two, no, you had two weeks in a row already, which bumped us off. So that this week puts us back on oh, where really? we were. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Damn Doesn't it. matter anyway, but whatever. Okay, but, <laughs> but yeah, next so time that will is be this week's tardy of the party. Yeah, he's he's murdering on Twitter. I'm the grumpy turtle on Twitter. Anthony, do you have anywhere you want people to follow yeah, you? Yeah, do you have anything like anything to pimp or? Are anything? you even on the internet anymore? I am not on Twitter. Do you have an email address you wanted to give people? <laughs> Just email me give thoughts me, and ideas, give me recipes. Email. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, they can follow me on Instagram. <laughs> there you go. What's your Instagram handle? Uh, at the Anthony Show. Yeah. yeah. Is that all? Is there any underslashers or anything in there? Nope. The Anthony no. Show. The Anthony yeah. Show. That's the Princess fantastic. Bride. The Anthony Show. <laughs> oh, that was another thing he was complaining about. He's like, he's like, why is it the Anthony Show? Because <laughs> I mean, it's not wrong. Because that's the show we had with Anthony. He was yeah. like, why isn't it a Princess Bride? Why is it the Princess Bride? There's multiple princesses in the world. Yes. Oh. <laughs> so selfish. Oh yeah, I guess. 
exactly. Like any time, like any, like yeah, like I get the whole thing in England just now. That that yeah, was a Princess Bride technically. Yeah, I. The Duchess of Seuss. Yeah. Oh, so she. Oh, okay. Duchess of Seuss. S U S S E. She loves to U-X. rhyme. Is who's the lady who got married before to the guy who's actually going to be the king someday? Kate Middleton. Senior Baldy. So she's a princess now she's too. Duchess of Cambridge. Oh, okay. Wow. Are, are these titles that they're making up for these people, or are they like they must be pre-existing titles that they're giving? Because it's not like the the Prince of Wales is just made up. Or, I don't know. Anyway, this is neither here nor there. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for having me on your podcast. Yeah. Thanks for joining Thank us. Thank you for coming on. Actually, I'm, that, I'm actually kind of. I'm actually kind of glad we didn't do Star Wars because I feel like you really would have hated it. <laughs> yeah. You know. Yeah. This could have gone a lot worse. If you had actually. problems with uh, Princess Bride, I feel like you would have a lot more with Star Wars. But we'll get that next time you I come down. I can't suspend reality. Actually, I'm sorry. if you want to, yeah, we might end up doing Star Wars someday with you. But Jesus Christ. I'm okay with that. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. But yeah. yeah, and also follow us. What's our Facebook handle? The Tardy Podcast. The Tardy Podcast. Tardy yes, Podcast and all the there. things. So. Dot com. Mm-hmm. Twitter. Yeah. Facebook. Also, Tardy Podcast. Thank you for Kelsey and John for hanging out and shooting the shit with us. You're welcome for crashing with a cranky baby. Yeah, yeah. crank a baby. It adds to the family atmosphere. Oh, it's so our family, family feedback after all this swearing and cursing. What's the name of restaurants? Isn't it most family feedback? It was a family feedback? Okay. I think so. <laughs> Chairman, Chairman Mouse, Piper Walker, what the fuck? Okay, anyway, yeah. Anyway, that's, yeah. Keep filling your holes with pop culture. We'll see you next time. Okay, take care, guys. It's as real as the feelings that feel.